Super Talk Mississippi media production. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. This is Jamie Creel with Shelter Insurance. Come see how we've built a name that you can trust and why it is a must to get your free quote today with our Switch and Save. Located in Ridgeland and Florida, Mississippi, give us a call, 601-992-6000. Howdy, howdy. It's Rhino here, and I wanted to say thank you for listening to Middays with Gerard Gibbert here on Super Talk Mississippi. Get ready, get ready to go beyond the headlines and join a meaningful conversation with people from around the state. You're listening to Middays with Gerard Gibbert here on Super Talk Mississippi. everyone and welcome to Midday Super Talk Mississippi. I'm your host Gerard Gibbard along with a rhino in the Super Talk studios guiding you through the middle of your day with facts, fodder, and fine music. Morning, rhino. Howdy, howdy. All righty. The topsy-turvy turbulent markets continue to uh, be volatile. That would be the word of the day, volatility. Yesterday, we were, uh, at least I was, crying in the old beer, watching the market tank downward. It reached, what, a, the Dow got down by 1,100 and change. 1,100. And then it rebounded. I think the uh, fourth most striking, uh, biggest recovery in Dow history, if I'm not mistaken, it ended up, what, up 90 points or so. The NASDAQ at one time, I think, got down to 650, and it ended up in the green. There was a rally into the close. That usually bodes well. But this morning, I think with tensions in the Ukraine, with more concerns about that situation, it is down again. I'm looking at it, 450 points. Another market sell-off. I just think we're in for a period of volatility. The NASDAQ down 359. I just think that's where we are and going to be there for a while. Yeah, the Ukraine situation isn't helping it. China invading Taiwanese airspace and sea space probably isn't helping it. Yeah, there, Inflation definitely isn't helping it. Yeah, lots of headwinds. And then, of course, we've got... The Fed is scheduled to meet today and tomorrow, their two-day meeting, and investors are looking for guidance there. See what the Fed uh, plans to do with respect to interest rates and uh, what's known as tapering when the Fed trims back on their bond buying, which floods the, uh, the market, floods the, the system with more cash, more liquidity. That typically drives stocks and equities upward. So the expectation, of course, the signaling from the Fed in their last meeting was more hawkish in nature. Fed Chairman Jerome Powell indicating rate hikes are on the horizon for this year. The question is when and how much. I think it's 
widely believed within the investment community. We're looking at a hike in March. But then, by how much? The typical 25 basis points or a quarter of a point, quarter of a percentage? Or 50 basis points, half. Just go ahead and go for it. Here's my concern. Write it down today. It ain't going to make a difference. That's my concern. The idea is to tamp down and modulate inflation somewhat. And my concern is that it's not going to do that. That that 50 basis point jump's not going to really have much of an impact. The market won't like it. Uh, And then we're going to see another, and then another. And they're going to keep doing it until there's some sign that inflation is uh, becoming more stable and increasing to a lesser degree. And if they don't get that, i got to tell you, it feels like the 70s all over again. We're going to end up having to raise rates to drive us into a recession, which is defined as two consecutive quarters of negative GDP growth. That's my concern. Then you got politics in play. Imagine that. It's midterm year. By the way, we've got Congressman Michael Guest joining us at 12.05 and Representative Randy Rushing at 10.20 in the next segment. So all those factors are at play, lots of, uh, lots of data that the investment community is absorbing. Oil, by the way, up about 33 today, $84. I just bring this up because who out there is not experiencing some pain. I heard this morning that the average price for a gallon is in the, across the country is three twenty or so for regular, four sixty, and California, and that's with oil sitting at eighty four bucks a barrel. Last week, I think it was Goldman Sachs has got a price target of a hundred and five before the year is out. Yeah, I filled up yesterday and used my lost leader points to take 35 cents off. And I was like, okay, that's going to be nice. It's still over 260 a gallon. Yeah, exactly. So, see, this is the problem is that we've got, we've got the president and his chief propagandist, Jen, I'm going to start calling her Jen Goebbels Saki. <laughs> she is. What did she say? We played it yesterday. We may have to revive that one, Rhino. Uh, have a margarita. Kick, a kickboxing, kickboxing class. <laughs> Who the heck goes to kickboxing class to drown out their sorrows? The margarita, I get it. Just got to numb the brain a bit. Kickboxing class? What does that mean? So... Was the chief propagandist Jen Saki instructing Americans to go get drunk? Was that what she was saying? After a couple of hours of the president watching the president last week, I don't even drink, but I was almost driven to it. <laughs> so they're just oblivious, though. They're, they're wanting you to say, pay no attention. No, there's no problem. But people have eyes and ears, and they got bank accounts, and they're looking at them, and they're saying, wait, he's saying this, but this is my personal experience. They're trying to defy reality with spin. That's why I call her a propagandist. 
for the president. It's just crazy. All right, so yesterday, folks, not sure if you caught it, but the president and Fox News' Peter Ducey, the young Peter Ducey, they got no... He was the target, shall we say, of uh, the president yesterday. I don't think he knew he had this mic on. That's a great asset. More inflation. What a stupid son of a bitch. (laughs) Now, if you didn't catch that, folks, (laughs) the question from young Peter Ducey was, Concern inflation, whether or not people, if he felt that inflation was a political liability. And the president said, uh, oh, no, it's an asset in an arrogant refrain there. And then he called him a stupid SOB, except he said the whole words. He, he didn't use the abbreviation. That has gone viral. And so this morning I heard on the way in that the president did contact Peter Ducey. And who's the White House correspondent for the president, uh, excuse me, for Fox News, my, my bad. And he did contact him and said something to the effect, well, pal, you know what I was coming from, <laughs> pal. <laughs> Called him pal. I love it. <laughs> but so who could forget when Donald Trump was taking shots at the media Remember, like at the, least we don't have mean tweets anymore. <laughs> and and you know, folks, I've said before, I I am not a a big what aboutism person. I I just don't believe in that, and I think we're too obsessed with that. But the media, on the other hand, we have to hold them accountable to be consistent. The media does not serve the public, does not fulfill and discharge its responsibility when it's waffling all over the place. And in this case, clearly, depending on the party, they treat one president different than the other. So when Donald Trump was going after the press, calling him fake news and all that stuff, the media yelled, it's an attack on the First Amendment! But yet, Joe Biden can call this guy an SOB. What is that? Where are the Democrats? Where's the left-wing media? You see the hypocrisy, the double Where's the million-dollar ad campaign of, this is an apple. (laughs) That's right. This is a banana. (laughs) I forgot about that. We are not fake news. Please believe us. (laughs) Exactly. That is so good. We got a a lot to talk about today. Randy Rushing, uh, who represents District 78 in the Mississippi House of Representatives, that's Leak, Newton, and Scott Counties. He's coming on next to talk about uh, his bill, which which would create a separate retirement system for law enforcement. We touched on that a bit yesterday, as a matter of fact. That should be very informative. Congressman Michael Guest at 12.05. We got woke news. We got financial stuff to talk about. Other bills being debated down there at the Capitol. Stay with us. Middays will be right back.
stop. David Cox here, Omar Financial. Do you have a 401k, IRA, retirement, or CD coming due? We can help with market-like returns and zero risk. Call David Cox, 601-594-8977. That's 601-594-8977 now. At Fillmore Buick GMC, we strive to make buying your next vehicle easy and take care of you long after you drive off the lot. That means upfront and honest pricing, doing everything we can to make the time you spend in the dealership as short or as long as you need. It means we understand that purchasing a vehicle is more than just a transaction for you. We want you to enjoy the experience as much as we appreciate your business. Find your next Buick, GMC, or pre-owned vehicle at FillmoreBuickGMC.com. Fillmore Buick GMC. You drive everything we do. Family. What does family mean to you? At Carter Sledge Family Dentistry, we value family. As a father-daughter team, Drs. Michael Carter and Katherine Carter Sledge are committed to helping you achieve your most beautiful smile. Go to cartersledgedental.com to meet our team, take a virtual tour, and make an appointment. Carter Sledge Family Dentistry on Lake Harbor Drive in Ridgeland. Come be a part of our family. For all your glass needs, call Venable Glass Services. Glass Networks, they're there to try and steer you to use their own glass shop. Well, you can tell your insurance you want to use Venable Glass, and there'll be no additional cost to them to get the highest quality glass. Venable Glass is locally owned and operated, and they do windshield replacement and rock repair right there in their shops, or they'll even come to you in the Tri-County area for free. That's right, free mobile service. At Venable Glass, they also do frameless and frame shower doors, mirrors cut to size and installed, picture frame glass, tables, desktops, inside insulated glass, plexiglass, commercial storefronts, and heavy equipment glass. Venable Glass. They'll come out and give you a free estimate. They want to work hard for your business. Venable Glass. Open Monday through Friday, 8 to 5, and on Saturday, 8 to noon. Hey, there's two locations, too, in Ridgeland at 660 Highway 51 North and Brandon at 209 Woodgate Drive South in Crossgates. Check them out on the web at VenableGlass.com. Remember, for all your glass needs, call Venable Glass Services. 601-605-4443. If you're about to start a project or remodel with wood, you need to think Miller Lumber in Richland. Since 1953, we've built a solid reputation of supplying quality wood at a lower price, like western red cedar and cypress lumber, as well as a wide variety of patterns in pine, cedar, and cypress. Shop Miller Lumber for the best price new pine flooring and treated lumber in town. Miller Lumber, 551 Old Highway 49 South in Richland. Visit MillerLumberSales.com, 601-936-7099. Good Things with Rebecca Turner is brought to you in part by TrustCare, where you'll find a team of experienced, knowledgeable, and friendly staff. Visit TrustCareHealth.com to schedule an appointment today. TrustCare. Feel better, faster. Here with a special invitation to join us weekday morning 6 to 9. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis, all right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. What? what? This is so awesome. On Super Talk Mississippi. This town been a long time coming, been a long hard drive. Gonna smoke some, gonna drink some, gonna find a little trouble if now we're gonna make some. Rolling, 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 rolling. We gonna throw it all down. We rolling, 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 rolling. Yeah, you better. We're back midday, Super Talk, Mississippi. 
Rocking and rolling here this morning, Gerard and Rhino in the Super Talk studio. Joining us now, Representative Randy Rushing. He represents District 78, that's Leak Newton and Scott Counties. Good morning, Representative Rushing. Thanks for coming in, sir. Good morning, Gerard. Proud to be here. Yes, sir. So I wanted to uh, have you in to talk about this bill you've introduced. I believe it's HB 18. Yes, sir. Is that correct? That's one of them. And, uh, yeah, I know you got more than that, but this one in particular we'll start off with uh, would, in fact, create a separate retirement system, right, altogether for law enforcement officers. Is that right? Well, it, it would still be a part of the PERS program. Okay. okay. Uh, it, but, but for simplicity's sake, they would have to have a subdivision, if you will, under the PERS umbrella for law enforcement personnel, other than Highway Patrol. They currently have their own right. retirement system under the PERS program. Okay, so would this be for all law enforcement officers across the state at the municipal and county, local levels as well? I mean, uh, that's what this is for? Yeah, absolutely. In, okay. in fact, that is the intent uh, okay. for specifically to uh, to target those individuals working for our local yeah. uh, entities, whether it be county sheriff's departments, uh, local police departments, but it would also cl- include your game and fish. I got any any certified. If you are a certified by minimum standards in the state of Mississippi, this law would would apply to you. Okay. So presently, those individuals that you just described, they're enrolled in in standard PERS along with all the other uh, PERS participants. Is that's that correct. Yes, sir. That's right. correct. So this would carve that out. Essentially, still be administered by PERS. Yes, sir. Uh, but carve it out essentially as a separate fund. That's correct. Is the way it would operate, just from an accounting perspective. Uh, so that means all the contributions from uh, that group would go to that fund, and all the benefits would be paid out of that fund. That's correct. Yes, sir. All right. So I'm I'm thinking I haven't dug too much into the details. We got a little bit into this yesterday. Had some questions on the ceasefire text line about it. Uh, but um, at that point, felt like we get somebody in from the legislature to to discuss that with us, and so appreciate you being here. All right, so w- what's the purpose, though? What are you trying to do? Uh, change the benefit structure? Uh, change the the vesting period? What are kind of the key features here? It would change the uh, well. The vesting period would remain the same, just it would lower the retirement uh, time instead of. Uh, there are currently some people in the PER system that can retire at twenty five years, right. but newer hired people, I think maybe in roughly in the last 10 years, fall under the 30-year retirement right. system. Right. Um, my intent was was to have it. It actually had a couple of different um, – hoping to have a couple of different results. Number one, uh, law enforcement is a different animal than it was 20, 30, 40 years ago. Uh, our law enforcement are under a tremendous amount of stress and danger every day. Um, not that they weren't before, but it just seems to be increasing as time goes on. Uh, I wanted, I felt like that 20 years is long enough. I mean, that's all the military asked you to do, to, to, to put your life on the line for 20 years and okay. sign the dotted line. And I felt like our law enforcement deserved that same uh, respect and appreciation. Additionally, um, if you talk to more specifically our rural areas where I'm from over, the, over in uh, east central Mississippi, uh, our law enforcement applications are dwindling. Our local sheriffs, our local police departments are seeing fewer and fewer applications. And so I thought this would help in the fact that it would help encourage people to go into that profession. Yeah, and I think uh, there's definitely some truth to that. Uh, historically, I think it's fair to say, Representative Rushing, that the uh, the uh, the attractiveness of serving the public in, as a public sector employee has been, in fact, the pension system, the benefits, because typically the pay is lower that's than great. it is in the private sector. So that's always been kind of the sweetener to try to attract folks into that. 
and, and I'm, I'm hearing this really uh, across the state, just uh, the difficulty in recruiting folks into law enforcement. We hear Commissioner Tyndall talk about it. Of course, you know Burl Kane and the Department of Corrections, that's an issue. And we hear it at the, at the local uh, municipal levels, county levels as well. So uh, is, is that part of your thinking here, is to, uh, to try to maybe uh, add an incentive exactly. to recruit folks we, into these, uh, these jobs? We at the state level uh, don't have the desire or, nor uh, inclination to tell our local communities and government agencies, hey, you, you know, you, we demand you give our deputy sheriffs a pay raise, or we yeah. demand you give our municipal police officer a pay raise, because those agencies are under a strict budget, just like we are at the state level. Mm-hmm. So this would be an incentive, like you said, we have a very good retirement system. Uh, and so this is something that I felt like we could try to do at the state level to incentivize people, uh, like you said, to go into that career field. Uh, we, we can't affect their pay necessarily, but uh, at least maybe give them a little extra something at the end, you know, when they get ready to retire. Yeah, so, all right, so, Representative Rushing, what about uh, from a contribution perspective? Is there Are there any changes there to either the state's or the employee's portion? Well, you know, this would be a, a work in progress. Uh, I mainly wanted to get this conversation to the table. Uh, as as the bill is written, the con- contributions would be the same for the employee and the employer. Okay. Naturally, uh, as a bill goes through the process, as you well know, it could be changed. Uh, sure. PERS could come in and say, well, you know, because this fund creates an earlier retirement, we may need a little more contribution from the employer. I, I personally think that the employer and the employee uh, contributions to the state retirement system now are, are they, in fact, they're past what I think they should be. I think hmm. they're extremely high now. Hmm. And so I would really hate to see that. But if it took something like that to make this happen, uh, there's certainly some flexibility there. Presently, 17.5% uh, on the part of the state and 9%, I believe, on the on the worker, on the employee that's, that's enrolled in the system. Okay, so what uh, what sort of sentiment uh, what sort of support are you are you taking a temperature on that in the house? Oh yes, uh, support. Well, in the house, as far as membership goes, uh, everybody I think agrees is is probably a great idea. Okay, uh, but then you get into the conundrum of of there's a bunch of great ideas out there, but they cost a lot of money, and this is unfortunately <laughs> yeah. one of those that would cost a lot of money. Yeah. Um, not only are you stopping the contribution ten years earlier. Right from this employee, you've you've started the benefit ten years earlier. Right, so naturally that would put a tremendous burden on the PERS system. And I, and and PERS, let's face it, and it's been discussed before, uh, it in, in the perfect shape that it needs to be in right. currently. So uh, here I am, you know, waving a flag and say, well, let's make a, a problem worse. Yeah. You know, in in one aspect, um, as far as support from the the citizenry, the citizens mm-hmm. out, citizens out there, mm-hmm. and the police officers and law enforcement. Uh, I can't tell you the number of texts, phone calls, emails I've received uh, thanking me and naturally, certainly supportive of this. Yeah. Uh, a lot of spouses, believe it or not, have reached out to me and you know and, and said, you know, this would be so wonderful that my husband or wife could, yeah. could hang up the badge a little earlier and that kind of thing. So I think everybody realizes uh, and appreciates our law enforcement and realizes this would be a good idea. But at the end of the day, when it comes to economics, uh, you know, I don't know. It, it would it would be a a big financial burden to the PERS system. Well, have the actuaries put the pencil to this and done some modeling on what this would look like if well, we carved it out? This we way? have. Uh, I had a meeting with PERS yesterday. As a matter of fact, the executive director and uh, one of the bean counters over there, a wonderful lady, uh, came over and we had a sit down meeting and discussed the the actual numbers. And uh, it, it would be. Uh, 
in all honesty, probably an unachievable uh, goal financially at yeah, this at point. Yeah, the current contribution. The current right. contribution. Right. So, I, like I told you, I, this I hoped would at least put this subject matter on the table for discussion. Okay. may not happen this year. A lot of bills don't pass, as you well know, the first year they're introduced. But I'm certainly going to be doing what I can to, to push, it, uh, push it along. Yeah, the, the issue is, is I know you're very much familiar with, but for the benefit of our audience, the, these uh, public pension systems are, are structured as what are called defined benefit plans, which just means that once you retire and you start receiving benefits, you receive them in, in, until you pass away. And uh, in, in the case of a 20-year full vesting period, you theoretically, the average person, work 20 years to be retired 40, I mean, possibly, so, uh, and and receive benefits for the duration of that period, so that uh, that's where the actuaries start getting in there and and, uh, put the pencil to all that stuff to figure out what that means from an economic perspective. Uh, Definitely, in my opinion, uh, the the more ways that we can uh, benefit our, our men and women who serve in uniform in law enforcement and come up with ways to sweeten the pot to get more into the profession. Exactly, we got to do something. I, I agree. Uh, I think that's and I, so I I applaud you for uh, for this approach. All right, what else you got going on uh, in your world with respect to bills you're you're filing or have filed? Well, we've uh, I, I've got some I, I come back to the table with every year. I I, I don't know uh, how familiar you, you are with the state aid program in our counties. I think uh, from a public sector standpoint that's one of the best bangs for the buck we have in the state of mississippi is our state aid road program which helps our county supervisors uh i've submitted a bill to increase the number of miles that we can have on that program currently in state law we're limited to a certain number of miles i'm trying to increase those that mileage so our county supervisors may can add one more road to the program can you hang around sure we got another segment with uh, representative uh, randy rushing uh, talking about stuff going on there at the Capitol. Stay with us. Middays will be right back. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, a 40% chance of rain, mostly cloudy, high near 54. Tonight, partly cloudy, low around 28. Your Wednesday, sunny skies, high near 46. Wednesday evening, mostly clear, low around 24. And for your Thursday, sunny skies, high near 50 degrees. This weather brought to you by No Drip Roofing and Construction. With rain coming, let us show you what the No Drip difference is all about. No Drip Roofing and Construction, online at NoDripMS.com. Do you suffer from allergies, sinus or respiratory problems, or just want to improve the quality of air you breathe in your home or business? Pure Air Consultants can help. As your indoor environmental specialist, we clean air ducts, install UV lights, and service all makes and models of heating and cooling systems. We offer the most dependable Energy Star qualified systems in the industry. Call Pure Air Consultants today, 601-939-7420. A proud provider of Ream Home AC Systems. (laughs) Are you feeling it? (sighs) Ream. The new degree of comfort. 
If you're tired of big cable bills, you can get Newsmax TV for free. Millions are watching Newsmax, available now on major cable systems or for free on smart TVs like Samsung, LG, and Vizio. Find it streaming on Roku, Zumo, Pluto, Amazon Fire, TiVo, Apple TV, and more. Seven million Americans have downloaded the free Newsmax app on their smartphones. It takes just seconds. Then watch us anytime, anywhere. Forbes calls Newsmax a news powerhouse. Find out why. Start watching today. Engagements offer the promise of eternal love. Confirm that inspiration with a stunning diamond from All Britons. Every stone is carefully selected for its color, cut, and clarity. From classic solitaires to multiple stone selections, All Britons offers the latest designs celebrated for splendor and value. All Britons, four generations strong and still Mississippi's foremost diamond merchant. Hi, this is Mark Shapley of M.M. Shapley Steakhouse. This past year, we were fortunate to see many new faces and reacquaint with old friends, and I believe I know why. Being from the Mississippi Delta, we learned how to entertain while creating a comfortable home environment, and that's M.M. Shapley specialty. M.M. Shapley's is your place for award-winning steaks and homemade tamales. M.M. Shapley's, real, authentic, welcoming, fine dining. For reservations, visit mmshapleys.com or call 601-957-8000. Guys, have Viagra and Cialis let you down? It can get you to the point where you think your best days are behind you. Well, think again. If you suffer from any type of erectile dysfunction, regardless of your age or medical history, Innovative Health Clinic in Ridgeland can help. Their treatment options work without pain, needles, surgery, or medications, and no downtime using the latest proven technology. Call 601-944-5585 or visit InnovativeHealthClinic.net for an appointment today. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. The conflict over Ukraine is getting more strained with U.S. troops now on heightened readiness to deploy. Senator Roger Wicker told Fox News Sunday Putin's number one goal was the Nord Stream 2 pipeline. He was given free reign on that on the very uh, first day of the Biden administration. Um, I, I hope the result of this would be uh, it, total unanimity um, of uh, the French, the Germans, uh, NATO, and the United States that, that Nord Stream 2 will not happen. Tuesday's Mega Millions jackpot is up to $396 million. For tonight's Mississippi Match 5 drawing, it's up to $236,000. And if you haven't been to the website lately, they unveiled a new look Monday featuring easier-to-access highlights for draw results, schedules, second-chance information, and more. For Super Talk Mississippi News, I'm Kelly Bennett. Gallo here. Look, we all know this. Increasing your ACT score could save you thousands of dollars in college tuition. The Jumpstart Test Prep Online Review has helped thousands of students improve their scores, and they can help you, too. JumpstartTestPrep.com reviews all the must-know contents and provides the tips, the strategies, and timed practices you need. To purchase the entire review or just the subjects you need the most help with at JumpstartTestPrep.com. Use promo code JUMP, J-U-M-P, at the checkout to save 30% on your purchase. Jumpstart Test Prep. Com. Pine Grove Behavioral Health and Addiction Services in Hattiesburg is one of the nation's most comprehensive treatment campuses. Pine Grove provides the highest quality mental health care for children, adolescents, and adults. Pine Grove also features several specialty addiction treatment programs for men and women. Additionally, Pine Grove specializes in the treatment of licensed professionals. Please call 1-888-574-HOPE for more information and visit pinegrovetreatment.com. 
Mississippi news doesn't sleep, and neither do we. At supertalk.fm, you get news from all over the state, from stories to keep you safe, to legislation that could affect your bank account, to weather reports to help you better plan your weekend. Plus, find in-depth interviews with the newsmakers in the Supertalk podcast archives. And everything Mississippi sports, your Mississippi news, all the time, on air and online at supertalk.fm.fm. Attention, adoring fans! It's time for Middays with Gerard Gibbert on Super Talk Mississippi. Who draws the crowd and plays so loud, baby? It's the guitar man. Gonna steal the show, you know, baby. It's the guitar man. He can make love. Ah, yes. From the great Lone Star State of Texas, that's David Gates and Bread. Saw him live, Rhino, in 1973, I think, at the Mississippi Coliseum. There you go. That was, I think it was 73. It may have been 72, but I know I was uh, at the age where somebody had to drive me to the Coliseum. <laughs> <laughs> Great concert. Appreciate that, Rhino. We've got Representative Randy Rushing in the Super Talk studios. Uh, Representative Rushing, of course, uh, represents Leake Newton and Scott counties and kind of uh, central Mississippi there. But all right, so we were just talking about um, this other bill you were discussing with respect to, to financial aid or appropriation, I guess, down to the county level. T- tell us about that again. Well, it wouldn't. Uh, what, it it would it? just be adding to the state aid road program. Okay. Currently, the, by law and state law, state statute, we're only allowed a certain number of miles of this uh, state aid road. And in most every county, as far as I know, in the state has some state aid roads where the state helps maintain those roads. Okay. They, they, they pay to have them uh, resurfaced ever so many years as needed striping and signage and that type thing and i think uh that's probably one of the biggest bang for the buck we get at the local level and i don't know what it may be at the state level that we get out of our money for the roads in in use I and i was just trying to explain expand on that uh you know if we just added five miles per county that would take in a lot of a lot of our counties will have a little five mile road or two or three four mile road whatever yeah. but just add to it but there again back to the great idea no way to fund it uh, <laughs> issue, but uh, uh, trying to do stuff like that. And then I've got some uh, bills in the, uh, my municipalities committee, which I chair, uh, trying to help uh, uh, tweak some of our cleanup language and some of our um, abandoned properties that our municipalities have the authority to go in and, okay. and clean those properties up. Uh, we had focused on allowing uh, the, the city's workers to go in and, and clean up a vacated or abandoned properties that was a uh, safety hazard to the community but we didn't in the law uh, give them the authority to go down and buy some sheets of plywood and board up the windows okay you know that type of thing so we're going to try to amend that this year to allow them to do that to to make that if you have an abandoned house the city can not only clean up around it but they can also come in and purchase some boards to board up so okay. children in the neighborhood can't go yeah. crawling around in there and maybe it'd help keep some other yeah. people out of there that don't Drug need abuse. to be in there that's right yeah. that's have right. a lot of that 
Uh, wow, that's interesting because uh, one has to only drive around the city of Jackson to see lots of structures like that that are just wide open, and abandoned, wide op- mm-hmm. open, uh, overgrown, uh, really unsightly. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, safety issue as well, potentially, if you can't board those things up so that people can't get in them and uh, mess up. So, all right, uh, anything else that uh, you personally are are involved with? uh, I'm working with the Mississippi Municipal League. Um, They came to me with legislation um, that creates, currently uh, in the state, our municipalities, there's what they call a revolving uh, fund or a revolving loan fund. They can borrow money to do a water project or a sewer project and then pay that money back to the state at a, at a low interest rate. Okay. Uh, I, while working with Mississippi Municipal League, we're creating a fund, uh, if this bill passes through the, the you know, passes mustard, that will create a fund for municipalities to borrow money to back to the abandoned property thing. If, okay. if they need monies to clean up uh, maybe a, a whole city block in some cases or several houses, and they don't really have the extra money in their budget to do that with. They can borrow money to clean up and board up, make the safe the community safer in that particular area, and then pay that money back to the state at an extremely low interest rate. What about the uh, speaking of money? What about the appropriation of this 1.8 billion dollars of uh, ARPA money we got? I see the Senate, I believe, has uh, already drafted something up on how to do that. What about over on the House side? What are you hearing there? Uh, I, I'm, I've certainly been keeping up with that. Uh, those funds uh, have been talked about on both sides. I know the Senate has put a lot of time and yeah. uh, effort and hearings, and uh, uh, the lieutenant governor has gone around um, uh, expressing his wishes on that, and I think the House uh, concurs in the respect we need to spend that money wisely. The Speaker has said many times that we don't need to get in a hurry to spend this money, we need to take our time and make sure it is spent. Uh, as the lieutenant governor said, this is something when we spend this money, we want it to affect generations of people and, and be there for decades, not just a one time do something that's a feel good thing. But in five or 10 years from now, you know, you, don't, you won't see the results of that money being spent. So we want to make sure that that money is spent in a conservative and, uh, uh, you know, important way. Yeah, I mean, there's obviously, as you know, some restrictions on that, on how the money can be spent. It's uh, that There was money that that was sent directly to counties and cities. It's a little, uh, more, little bit more latitude they have there, and, and based on the price tag, uh, they, they've got more discretion on how they want to spend that money. But that which came to the state, it's uh, under a little bit tighter control as far as the, the federal uh, constraints on spending that money. So, yeah, I just checked that out yesterday when I saw that uh, the Senate had uh, unveiled their plan for $1.8 billion. My understanding is that when uh, state lawmakers and statewide leaders went to the various interested parties to see what they thought, to get some input, uh, they came up with about 7 to $8 billion. <laughs> We only got $1.8 and uh, in that to itself uh, is a pretty big task, honestly. It, it really is, you know, and that just goes to show the need uh, back out in our local communities, uh, small towns and cities, and and our counties. That you know, there's a lot of needs out there, especially when you get into public infrastructure, water and sewer, and bridges. Um, so it's it's it, it's almost alarming when you you know you think federal government sends you know over a billion dollars down here almost two billion dollars and then but yet we have i would venture to say we're probably getting close to nine billion in requests so that just that just emphasizes the need out there in our publics you know to, to 
there's a lot of things need to be happening. Yeah, and and the risk, of course, that uh, I, I think I uh, echo the sentiments of many Mississippians is that we we spend this money, or we commit to spending this money in a way that is permanent and recurring, and uh, this is one-time money, and, and it needs to be invested accordingly, and uh, and that needs to be considered when those investments are made. So it's it's always a risky economic uh, scenario when you make long-term recurring. Uh, type expense commitments when you got one-time money, so we got to be careful there. They, if if nothing else has been preached to me, I, I came in the um, the house uh, uh, ten years ago, yeah, and uh, that is one thing that has been preached uh, by our leadership is you know re- recurring expenses and and spending sure. money and you know non-recurring expenses, and uh, that that's been a very uh, priority one sensitive area i know on the house side and i believe in the overall leadership of the state uh for the last 10 years is if we spend money on something that's recurring we want to make sure that that is a recurring income that we can cover it and just like this money from the federal government we can't afford to spend it on something we know is going to be hitting us every year down the road because that money's not going to be coming in every year down the road so exactly we we have to be very conscious that we do spend it wisely and i i I think between the speaker and the lieutenant governor i think they both uh, see that and 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 we'll make sure that happens i agree i've heard them both uh make those statements as well and uh express their um, their commitment to ensure that that is the way this money is appropriated. Mm-hmm. So, I've right, uh, got a couple of minutes left. We got some other major pieces of legislation, uh, very controversial, that are meandering their way uh, through the chambers there. Yesterday, the governor signed off on the redistricting, the congressional redistricting plan, and now I guess we have to sit back and see who's going to sue because that <laughs> looks like that's in the cards. But of course, uh, got to ask you about the medical marijuana legislation. It, it came over to the House, and uh, Representative Chairman Yancey of the Drug Policy Committee uh, made an amendment there to reduce the amount uh, from what the Senate had. So I guess now we got to get together and come out with something to be sent to the governor. Yes, I, I, I'm uh, anxiously awaiting for the Senate and the House conferees uh, to get together on that bill. I think we're very close. Uh, I, I, I would be surprised if they didn't come to a to an yeah. agreement. Um, that bill was was uh, it wasn't a hard vote to make, but it was a frustrating one to make because you got positive and negatives on both sides. Yeah. But but I'll I'll be honest. At, at the end of the day, the people spoke a couple of years ago. Yep. they want this, yeah. and, and they want a program, and so I felt like it was my obligation to support that and. Gotcha. Uh, would I change some things in the bill? Probably, but but overall, it's like Representative Yancey said. You know that bill's not going to 100% please everybody. Sure. He said if you're 80% satisfied with it, you know you're good. And sure. and that's that's kind of where I was. I had some things I didn't particularly care for about it, but but when you read the the testimonials and and read the emails that you get from people who have family members suffering, wanting some type of relief, and this is the only relief they're able to get, you 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 know. Is it going to be abused? Most likely. I, I don't know of a government program that's not. <laughs> uh, but at the end of the day, I, I could not uh, not vote for that, gotcha. and knowing that 
that I could, you know, we could be giving somebody some some relief somewhere with whatever specific disease that they have. Representative Rushing, thanks so much for joining us today on Middays, and I'll probably see you down there at the Capitol. Appreciate your your service and uh, and your input today, well, I sir. I appreciate the invitation, Gerard, and, uh, and I appreciate the opportunity to serve my people over in East Central Mississippi. Yes, sir. Thank you. Randy Rushing represents Leak Newton and Scott Counties. We'll be back. Stay with us. Hello, I'm Gary Jolly from the Tractor Store in Richland. Now's the best time of the year to say more with Mahindra. And it all starts with zero. Pay zero down and zero percent interest up to 60 months. That's more for less on many of Mahindra's best-selling models with tractors that deliver more lift, capacity, fuel efficiency, and built-in weight. So get zero down, zero percent interest for up to 60 months on Mahindra, the world's number one selling tractor, Mahindra, available at the Tractor Store in Richland. Join us at the fabulous Mayflower Cafe in downtown Jackson for lunch daily. Specials include Wednesday pot roast, Thursday chicken and dumplings, and everyday grilled catfish. The Mayflower serves the freshest seafood for lunch and dinner, Tuesday through Friday, and dinner only on Saturday. BYOB, the Mayflower Cafe, downtown Jackson, a Mississippi tradition since 1935. Get a bottle of our world-famous comeback dressing and a gift card. The perfect gift every time. I'm Lauren McGraw with Gotta Go. We've got hand washing stations with soap, paper towels, and water, and we've also got hand sanitizers to rent or sell. Please give us a call, 601-879-3969. Ben Nelson Golf and Outdoor is now offering easy-go units with maintenance-free elite lithium batteries and an unprecedented eight-year warranty with unbeatable energy efficiency. Only at Ben Nelson Golf and Outdoor. Exit 114 in Gluckstadt or online at bennelson.com. In the metro area, the houses talk. Hey, Jan, how's it going today? Hey, Barney. You're not sold yet? No, my shutters need replacing, my floors need unbuckling, my boudoirs need updating. Well, my person called Will White with the price, and Will White said the price was right. No updating, no nothing. I'm sold as of tomorrow. Call Will White. He buys houses. 601-401-4323. 601-401-4323. Or online at homebuyersms.com. This is the opening agri-market report. At the opening of the New York Cotton Exchange, March cotton was up 58 to 120.96. May cotton was up 66 to 118.45. The opening of the Chicago Board of Trade, March soybeans were up two and a half to 14.05 and a half per bushel. May soybeans were up three and a quarter to 14.13 and three quarters per bushel. March corn was up a nickel to 6.25 and three quarters per bushel. May corn was up four and three quarters to 6.22 and a quarter per bushel. At the Mercantile April, live cattle was down 40 to 139.67. June live cattle was down 15 to 135.42. March feeders down 210 to 159.12. April feeders down 187 to 164.50. And at the open, the Dow Jones down 423 points, 33,941. I'm Dixie Williams, and this is Talk Mississippi Agri-News Network.
defense wins championships. And when growing cotton, a strong defense delivers the strongest yield potential. So play to win with Bullguard 3 Extend Flex Cotton. It offers proven insect and weed control, and it's backed by the Roundup Ready Extend Crop System. Get defense that delivers without compromise. Learn more about Bullguard 3 Extend Flex Cotton at B3XF.com. Always read and follow IRM grain marketing and all other stewardship practices and pesticide label directions. Performance may vary. The formula for success is a simple one. Put strong in, get strong out. That's why cotton growers looking to improve yield potential plant Delta Pine brand cotton, featuring 100 years of proven yield potential and exclusive genetics in every bag. Strong is a legacy all its own. Protect yours with strong cotton from Delta Pine. Always read and follow IRM where applicable grain marketing and all other stewardship practices and pesticide label directions. with everything you need to take on your day. Wake up with Gallo tomorrow on 97.3 FM, Super Talk Mississippi. Come on, come on. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. All right, we are back. On Super Talk Mississippi. Stupid SOB. <laughs> I can't get over that one. It's just bizarre. At what point do you realize, Rhino, you're the president of the United States, the leader of the free world? And the world literally latches on to every word that comes out of your mouth. You forego your privacy. Forgo your right to, or privilege of driving. That's true. Once you're elected president of the United States, unless you are on your own private property, like George Bush with his ranch in Texas, yep. you're not allowed to drive ever again. Yeah, good point. That's part of it. Yeah. Well, this isn't the first time Joe said something like that, where, I, do you think he knew he had a mic? Still taping him? Doesn't matter if he yelled into a mic, dog face, pony soldier. <laughs> very, very true. That's a good point. We got lots of text rolling in on the old C Spire text line. We appreciate the engagement. That would be 601-879-4395 if you'd like to join the conversation. Kevin from Baldwin, how do we know that it was going to be the president's fault? What are we talking about there, Kevin? See, here's the way the deal works, though. I don't know what I said this morning where I assigned blame to the president. Is there, what was that, Rhino? Did I do that today? I mean, I do. I hang stuff on him. Rightfully so. What did I say today? Help me out. Anything specific? I'm trying to figure out what Kevin's talking about. Appreciate the, the, uh, the text, though, Kevin. See, here's the deal, though. If you're the president of the United States... To the people of the United States, almost everything flows up to the White House. 
You agree? I mean, that's just the way we operate here. Like it or not, you get credited and you get hung. Now, here's what happens. The opposite party always says when there's when, when the news is good, when the environment is positive, oh, well, that all started with the prior president and the other party. And then when it's bad, oh, well, it's the prior president. What did Biden call him? The former president. I mean, they're all like Teflon. Nothing sticks to them. But the fact of the matter is that the rank-and-file American, when they go to the gas pump, they think about the person in the White House. They just do. Now, you think you can change that, persuade them otherwise? Have at it. They go to the stores and the shelves are empty. They check out and they're they about faint at the tab. They think about the person in charge. They just do. You're responsible, like it or not. Now, from a logic perspective, everything that happens economically, no, it's not. It's not 100%, either good or bad. I love when they talk about job creation. You don't create jobs to some extent, of course. The president, the government, creates the environment that either promotes job creation or it promotes job loss. Absolutely. But you got to be honest about that sort of stuff, all these economic issues. Speaking of which, what about the race lady, Joy Reid? She was talking to Pete Buttigieg on her show about the infrastructure bill. Here's what she had to say if Rhino's got that for us. Oh, Joy Reid. I think it was a mistake looking back because, you know, the the, the, the infrastructure bill um, that was passed was cleaved apart from what's now being called Build Back Better. And in a sense, it's a bill that's like a white guy employment act, right? There's going to be a lot of working class men that are going to get employed by that bill, but that's the very cohort that is much more likely to reward Republicans for that. That's who they vote for. Most, you know, working class white guys vote Republican. Meanwhile, all the stuff for the women, for, you know, for, for moms, for people who need child care, for people oh. of color that's going to affect climate, which young people really care about, you know, extending the child tax credit, all the stuff that helps families and, and women and younger people and, you know, people with college debt, all that got <laughs> dropped. Do you think it was a mistake to split those bills? Well, you, you got that, folks? No, I, I, and I want to challenge the idea that this is a, a, a bill. <laughs> you got that, folks? Infrastructure, it only benefits white guys. <laughs> just, races has to be inserted in everything. We got to stop that. We got to stop it. We'll take a break right here. It is the top of the hour. Super Talk News, Fox News coming your way. More talk and then Representative Michael Guest at 12.05. Middays will return. Your home.
home for Ole Miss sports. WFMN Flora Jackson. Super Talk Mississippi. Powered by your tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros. 601-345-8090. News. I'm Chris Foster. More American military equipment has arrived in Ukraine. Fox's Steve Harrigan is there. 8,500 U.S. troops placed on heightened alert. They could be sent to Eastern Europe if Russia does indeed invade Ukraine. But officials here continue to say that there will be no U.S. ground troops fighting Russian forces on the ground here. Congressional leadership aides and committee staff are getting classified briefings on Ukraine today. Police in London are investigating reports of parties held at Prime Minister Boris Johnson's home and office during coronavirus lockdowns. We have a long-established and effective working relationship uh, with the Cabinet Office. Metropolitan Police Commissioner Cressida Dick. Stocks have been down again today on Wall Street after yesterday's wild drop in recovery. A lot of the big tech stocks like Apple are down today. America's listening to Fox News. Philium Corporation knows the technology is constantly evolving, especially in these challenging times. With so many people working at home, securing and guarding your company's data on-site or remotely is more critical than ever. As we all adapt to the new normal, Pilium continues to help you stay secure and current with IT support and security and forensics, plus cloud services and networking, mobile communications, body cams, and in-car video systems. Contact us at Pilium.com. Smart people, smart business, smart solutions. At Green home solutions we make air better indoor air pollution can cause health risks such as asthma eye issues itchy and sore throats respiratory problems and skin irritations green home solutions provides you the indoor air quality you want for your home or business without indoor air pollutions and without the use of harmful chemicals create a balanced healthy and clean environment with green home solutions we make air better Call me, owner Michael Keaton, at 601-988-7840 or look for us on Facebook. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. The House passed their version of a bill that would eliminate the state income tax, but some are wondering whether it can gain support from the Senate and the governor. Lucian Smith, the former chairman of the Mississippi GOP, thinks this is an issue that will dominate the legislative session. The governor has been very clear he supports eliminating the income tax. The, the lieutenant governor has said he wants to see a decrease in it. Uh, and the House has come up with uh, what I think is a very good bill. The House plan cuts the grocery tax to a low of 4%. The sales tax would rise to 8.5%. Governor Tate Reeves and several other lawmakers have been vocal about not wanting a tax swap. For the latest Mississippi news, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, or online at supertalk.fm. I'm Kelly Bennett. Dear Mississippi, it's our great honor to serve as your physicians. It's from that sense of service that we ask that you help protect all Mississippians and our loved ones by getting vaccinated. Vaccines are safe and reliable and even effective against the Delta variant. Getting vaccinated helps protect our children, supports our healthcare workers in their efforts, and helps save lives. We understand that you may have questions. Please reach out to your primary care physician for answers. Are you looking for a contractor for your new home or remodel? Go licensed. Unlicensed contractors may try to convince you that pulling your own permit can save you money, but they may do shoddy work, or in some cases, no work at all, costing you far more in the long run. Protect yourself and your investment 
by comparing estimates from three licensed contractors. Remember, go license. For more information, contact the Mississippi State Board of Contractors at msboc.us. MSU fans may be able to show their love for the Bulldogs who won the Baseball National Championship last year with a commemorative car tag. If legislation is approved, the tag would add another $30 to your regular car tag fee. 24 of that would go to the Mississippi State University Foundation. A dollar would go to the Mississippi Burn Care Fund. $2 to the State Highway Fund. And a dollar would go into a special fund to administer the program governing special license plates. You can use your phone's built-in features to limit the time you spend on it. Fox's Monica DeLuca with the details. To find your screen time report on both Android and iOS phones, it's under Settings. You're able to schedule downtime when your phone will then send a reminder right before your selected time. And you can also limit certain apps, including muting notifications at certain times of the day. For Super Talk Mississippi News, I'm Kelly Bennett. Before the action begins, make sure your bets are in. Every hit. This ball is crushed. Every point. Who are they giving to? Sportsbook at Golden Moon Casino revolutionizes the fan experience. On your phone, casino kiosk, at the timeout lounge. Don't just be a fan, be a player, be a winner. Get to Sportsbook at Golden Moon Casino. We're not just fans, we're here to play. MTV is celebrating 40 years, and Grammy Museum Mississippi invites you to explore the history of this iconic exhibit. Take a trip back to the beginning with artifacts and interviews with four remaining MTV VJs. Enjoy memorabilia from Michael Jackson to Bon Jovi with historical moments in MTV programming along with interactives and more. To learn more about the MTV Turns 40, I Still Want My MTV Exhibit, and other monthly programs and events, visit GrammyMuseumMS.org. Tune in to Good Things with me, Rebecca Turner. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour, weekdays from 2 to 3 p.m., right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Get ready, get ready to go beyond the headlines and join a meaningful conversation with people from around the state. You're listening to Middays with Gerard Gibbert here on Super Talk Mississippi. Back on midday, Super Talk Mississippi, Gerard and Rhino in the Super Talk studios. It's a little chilly out there today. A little rain moved through the Magnolia State. Wasn't too bad of a rain event. A little cloudy, chilly. Sunny tomorrow, chilly again. It's January, though. Just as long as I'm not relegated to the Twix Honey Bun Nabs diet, I'm good to go. <laughs> That's what happened last year when the ice storm invaded Mississippi. Oh, well. We took one for the team there, though. You couldn't even get out of the driveway, could you? Nope. Well, dang. You showed me that video yesterday. of so hilarious. We might have to share that on the midday site. Describe that one for him, Rhino. It's a typical snow forecast for a ski resort. So I think it's out in Colorado. No, it's not Colorado. Maybe it's Carolina. It's somewhere where you can ski a lot. They got 
twenty some odd slopes open, and they're they're talking about all the weather and the slopes open and all the events they got coming up, and the lady's really excited about it, and she's doing a good job of presenting all the information she needs to get out there, but the whole time, you you're having a hard time concentrating on what she's saying. Because there's this other lady in full ski gear <laughs> trying to make her way down these icy steps behind the, the lady presenting all this information about the slopes. And she is having the hardest time <laughs> making it down these steps to the point where she's slipping and sliding and falling and hanging onto the rail and <laughs> scooting down. And finally, she gets her balance. And then at one point, it cuts away and comes back. And you can't see her because she's behind the lady presenting. And then she stands up and finds her balance and walks off and she still almost slips as she's walking on the ground so it's it's wild i'll get that cut and put it up in the facebook group oh it is hilarious and then when she finally starts walking she let's be honest she walks like joe biden this kind of that one foot in front of the other about two inches at a time sorry kevin i know you won't like that by the way, Kevin on the ceasefire text line says, out of all the stuff Trump said about the press, why not play some sound bites from that? It's not just because you're talking about Biden I'm saying all of this. Just hold them to the same standards. Biden gets caught saying one thing about the press, and that's your topic all morning. Why I'm going to throw the BS flag on you, Kevin. All morning? Well, let's see. We've, we've had four segments... Two of those with Representative Rushing. So how was that all morning? Did we even talk about anything nationally related to national politics? But I'm going to answer this question. I'm going to answer this the question. BS flag on it's not just because we're talking about Biden. Biden is not your imaginary boyfriend, Kevin. You don't have to defend <laughs> him. When he's being a blooming idiot, you don't have to defend him. You can just point at him and laugh and say, look at the blooming idiot I voted for, because we know you voted for him. You had to. You wouldn't defend him if you didn't. Outstanding, Rhino. Outstanding. <laughs> Ditto. So, see, here's the difference. Donald Trump's not the president. I don't care what he did in the past. I can play sound bites of Trump. And by the way, I thought he got a little crazy. But it doesn't matter. I didn't care for some of the corrosiveness. But I could live with it because his policies were superior. And the quality of life in this country was better. Across the board. I didn't like that aspect of his personality, honestly. That's just me. That's my opinion. You may have a different one. But here's the bottom line. He ain't the president. Why do you guys keep dwelling on that? He's out of here. You got what you wanted. You got your hero, your liberal god in there. Mr. Moderate Joe Biden. Oh, yeah, real moderate. You got it. But all you want to talk about is Trump. And the reason, if you check CNN's ratings lately, good grief. How do they make a dime over at that place? Why are they so down? Because they don't have Trump to talk about. And they can't brag on Biden. In fact, now they've turned on him. We played yesterday um, Chuck Todd from NBC, essentially a Democrat communications outlet. We played that yesterday, even he says he's lost his identity. 
He's lost the confidence from the American people. Well, yeah, because he's made their lives worse. They all see it. Trump is not the president. You didn't do it when he was president. Yes, I did. I, I denounced his response to the chagrin, frankly, Rhino, of many of our audience. The January 6th response, I thought he should have spoken up earlier as the president. I took uh, exception to his uh, protectionist tariff policies. That's just me. I disagreed with those. That doesn't mean... See, that's the problem. We look for purity so much. That is a policy with which I disagree. I could go through the list of all the other policies with which I agreed under the president. But it, it doesn't really matter. And I should also point out, this is an opinion show. We talk about whatever the heck we want. Am I right about that? <laughs> oh, yeah. The CNN is a news outlet. They have opinion people, and they have opinion shows, but they're a news outlet that gets the news wrong regularly. So does NBC and this Joy Reid race lady. Now, she's an opinion person. I grant you that. But, oh, my gosh, how many times? So this is really not a discussion, and the purpose of my even bringing up Biden and his little inappropriate comment to Peter Ducey, it's about the double standard of the press. That's really the only point I'm trying to make. Just as I believe some things Donald Trump said were inappropriate, some things Joe Biden said were inappropriate, the difference is crickets from the press on what happened yesterday between Biden and Ducey. They cover for him. Is what's the Washington Post slogan? Democracy dies in darkness. You're the one pitching the darkness. You turn the lights off, Washington Post. Look in the mirror. Dang. That's what it's about. I just don't get it. And it's got nothing to do with, as Kevin suggested, you just hate Joe Biden. No, I don't. I hate the fact that the left-wing media operates to a blatant double standard. It is a disservice. When you talk about it's a threat to democracy, democracy ends if we don't pass voting rights. If we ask people to prove who they are at the ballot box, that's the end of democracy. Now, the end of democracy is when you have a press that is totally in the tank for one party. That. That's why we have the First Amendment and freedom of the press. That's why the press, for the most part, can even say what they want, even if it's wrong about political figures, even if it's inaccurate. They're unimpeachable. They have now abused that privilege. And that's what happened here. So I would ask anybody that thinks it was okay what the president did yesterday with Peter Ducey. We played the clip. He called him an SOB. I'm not going to say exactly what he said, but you get the, the picture. 
Should that not be called out? Should he not be censured, reprimanded for that? I mean, no, only the press can do that. Even though he stands at the podium and says, oh, I'm not supposed to talk anymore, they won't let me. <laughs> Dude, you're at the top of the heap. You do whatever the heck you want as far as that's concerned. So it's, it's, that's what I'm calling attention to, is the double standard of the media and the inherent disservice that provides. All right, I'm off my soapbox on that. If you want to laugh, you can go over to the Midday's Facebook group, and I got the video up. It's from Seven Springs in Pennsylvania. It is hilarious. Uh, Rhino played that for me in the studio after we uh, left the air. <laughs> it is uh, it is totally hilarious. Is it also, does that also have the Grinch in the background? That one no, that too? was another one. That was uh, also from Seven Springs. <laughs> they like to have fun with their videos, but uh, this one apparently was not staged. It just went viral for all the wrong reasons. It's very creative. Very good. I'm sitting here watching uh, the events unfold there uh, over in the Baltic with Russia and the Ukraine. I, I don't know. We got 8,500 troops over there poised. I don't think we're going to war or play shoot 'em up with Russia. I pray that doesn't happen. That would be terrible and uh, would, would have an incredibly adverse impact on world global stability. But anyhow, things are heating up. We'll be back on midday. Stay with us. No Drip Roofing in Construction. The name says it all. Whatever Mother Nature can dish out, No Drip Roofing in Construction can take care of it. With no deposits up front required. 601-371-1051. 601-371-1051. For all your glass needs, call Venable Glass Services. Glass Networks. They're going to try and steer you to use their own glass shop. Well, you can tell your insurance you want to use Venable Glass, and there'll be no additional cost to them to get the highest quality glass. Venable Glass is locally owned and operated, and they do windshield replacement and rock repair right there in their shops, or they'll even come to you in the Tri-County area for free. That's right, free mobile service. At Venable Glass, they also do frameless and frame shower doors, mirrors cut to size and installed, picture frame glass, tables, desktops, insulated glass, plexiglass, commercial storefronts, and heavy equipment glass. Venable Glass. They'll come out and give you a free estimate. They want to work hard for your business. Venable Glass. Open Monday through Friday, 8 to 5 and on Saturday, 8 to noon. Hey, there's two locations, too, in Ridgeland at 660 Highway 51 North and Brandon at 209 Woodgate Drive South in Crossgates. Check them out on the web at VenableGlass.com. Remember, for all your glass needs, call Venable Glass Services. 601-605-4443. Stop. David Cox here, Omar Financial. Do you have a 401k, IRA, retirement, or CD coming due? We can help with market-like returns and zero risk. Call David Cox, 601-594-8977. That's 601-594-8977 now. Trust Care Kids in Madison now offers the Pfizer COVID-19 vaccine for children ages 5 to 11. Every Monday through Friday from 9 a.m. to 6 p.m., just walk in or schedule an appointment at TrustCareKids.com. Our expert team of pediatric specialists will have you in and out in a jiffy. It couldn't be any easier. TrustCare has led the way in COVID testing and vaccinations. Let us be the provider you trust to keep your entire family safe. That's TrustCareKids.com. TrustCare Health. Feel better. Faster. Research shows moving is one of life's most stressful events, but thanks to Two Men in a Truck Ridgeland, it doesn't have to be. We have everything you need, a professional team who will customize your move, a schedule to fit your convenience Monday through Saturday, 
and all of the necessary moving supplies, including free padding and stretch wrap to protect your belongings. Don't stress. Let Two Men in a Truck handle your home or business moving needs. Visit twomeninatruck.com for a free, no-obligation estimate. It's a madness sale. We're back on the lot. The deals are astounding. Really? Stop the noise. Quality vehicles, affordable prices, Pinnacle Motors. It's what they're all about. Come see Steve Owen and the friendly staff and find a quality pre-owned vehicle with financing available and a warranty. Pinnacle Motors on the corner of Highway 471 and Baker Lane and Vine Street in Brandon and online at PinnacleMotorsLLC.com. Quality vehicles, affordable prices, Pinnacle Motors. Richard Cross, be sure to catch Sports Talk Mississippi, your new home for the best sports coverage right here in the Magnolia State. Every day from 3 until 6, right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. And now, the talk that keeps Mississippi talking. Now, now, on to the real part. Dynamite! On Super Talk Mississippi. country bumping into this segment thank you for that rhino that from the all hit request line that's smooth music there from three dog night when was that 72 73 i'm kind of in that era with bread playing today i remember being upset the year they won like the top rock band i don't remember what the heck the name of the award was but it was uh maybe 72 73 they edged out Grand Funk Railroad. That was a bad day. I was for Grand Funk. Like Three Dog Night. But uh, apparently it was released on the album It Ain't Easy, which came out March 31st, 1970. Okay. All right. Gotcha. It's, it, I'm, in the, I'm in the neighborhood, as they say. <laughs> Appreciate that, uh, Rhino. So you have to show up. Show ID to get set up for welfare, SNAP benefits, etc. I mean, the whole, that's on the ceasefire text line. I appreciate that. The whole ID requirement is racist. Just blows me away. Got to have it to cash a check, get on an airplane. All right. How about this one? The IRS. You know who those guys are. Oh, yeah. Starting this summer, taxpayers who want to access their online accounts on irs.gov. You'll be required to take a selfie and verify your ID through the site ID.me. Existing online accounts with IRS.gov will no longer work as of the middle of 2022, says the agency. They say this move is necessary to protect the identity of taxpayers. But it is my understanding, I'm looking through this, I, I got this story last night, 
that you not only take a selfie, but I think you've got to provide a photo ID, such as a driver's license, to validate. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, upload identity documents and take a selfie with a camera that will scan the user's face to verify their identity. So the application flags any sort of anomalies or discrepancies with the taxpayer's documents. The, if it does, if there is a discrepancy detected by the IRS's systems, the person will be asked to do a video chat or a phone call with an ID.me rep. So if you don't do this, you won't be able to access your account and check on your child tax payment. Seriously, your credits due, refunds due, etc. Doesn't mean you can't upload your tax return, but if you want to check on status, see where your refund is, make sure that they got your money, of course your bank account's going to tell you that, or just check status of that. You can't do it and without going through this process. Interesting. 60 million times in the last fiscal year, the uh, online services of the IRS were used. I, I think I also got a report that I read that said that they received, uh, did the IRS some, uh, let me see if I can find it here, it's a lot, a lot of calls and they only responded to uh, really a fraction of them. Yeah, they, uh, they got 282 million phone calls. 282. They responded to just 29 million. 10%. They don't... Good old government efficiency. You know, their software was built in the same software they run today on mainframes was built in the 1960s. That actually was a project that was completed by my old employer. I knew folks on the project team. And that was in the early 80s. They were still there maintaining the systems. Anyhow, that's the same technology they use. They they don't really have scanning technology that could displace or replace human interaction and human activity in the uh, processing process. They don't have that. Now, of course, you can file online. The online right. systems interface with the back office, the main 1960s vintage systems. But no scanning technology. They still have humans that open the mail. If you, if you don't file your tax return electronically, I recommend you do, by the way. If you don't do that electronically, humans open the mail and enter that information in, into their system, their circa 1960s system. Incredible. So anyhow, this ID.me system, I don't know. Giving the IRS your documents, of course, you're giving them a lot of information now on your tax return, but your photo? Hmm. And, and of course, you're actually giving it to ID.me, a third party. Right. Think about that. So, But if I'm not mistaken, it is a third party that has had a contract with the government for better part of a decade They now. have. That's right. That, that's pretty much the business they're in. So anyhow, this is uh, there, there are lots of reports warning people, go out and 
get your tax returns filed as soon as practically can be done. Of course, if you're still waiting for documents to do your return, remember that those organizations that produce W-2s, 1099s, proofs of charitable contributions, et cetera, they have till the end of this month. Now, that's coming up Monday. Oh, yeah. Right around the corner. And uh, there are a lot of uh, online systems, uh, stock trading, wealth management, et cetera, t- or even financial institutions. They just tell you, here's, here's where your documents are. Go print them out. So it's incredibly, honestly, if you think about it, it's incredibly duplicative and and inefficient. You go to those systems, print documents out, hand them to usually a third party that then enters all that in a system to compute your tax return. If you mail it and don't choose to file it electronically, then humans open the mail and enter it in Often with error. I know it's a pipe dream. It would never happen. It would be political suicide for anybody to even suggest it, probably. But you already have a big chunk of the population that when they file their taxes, they file the little easy file. Yeah, that's right. What's stopping the system from just being completely automated? I mean, the money comes out of your check automatically. If you get it balanced correctly, you're not going to have a whole lot coming back to you. You're not going to have to pay a whole lot when it comes time to file taxes. Why can't they not just send you a bill if you owe them or send you a check if you're over and just cut out all this nonsense? Now, I understand if you have complicated tax filings and you need the the work done. Yep. But why can't it be done for the easy file? Yeah, that does seem to – because you're right, there are many returns that are filed uh, that way. They don't need all the other forms to to record and submit other um, data pertaining to your tax return. I agree. I I mean, I don't know. I I mean, I'm thinking the same thing about why couldn't I, as a taxpayer, with all these input sources from various financial accounts and um, charitable contributions, et cetera – uh, uh, think about this, uh, other tax uh, authorities, such as property tax. Now, I understand that sometimes may come out of a mortgage. Okay, I get it. But you, you see where I'm going there. All of that could be aggregated electronically and dumped into uh, at least uh, uh, the framework to get your return started. You've got your record of income from W-2s, 1099s, et cetera. Yeah, I don't know. It's grossly inefficient. And it's machines could do all that, honestly. And and the way we have access to I mean to when you file that, the easy file, they're already using the machines to check the numbers you gave them versus right. the numbers they've got. Right. But I I will call attention to this though. Why is this not racist what the IRS is doing? The, right? I mean, if it's that, hard to get an ID, it's hard to get a phone right. that could take a selfie, you would think. Right. Well, how about access to the Internet? Right? Be where you can do that. So it's it's such a ruse and such a straw man argument. By the way, I'm not saying it's hard to get a phone that could take a selfie. I'm pointing <laughs> out the fact that it's easy to get an ID. Exactly. I got you. But why don't we examine the IRS through that same lens? Because it's government, I guess, right? 
doesn't achieve the objective, which is make it easy to cheat when you're voting. That's oh, yeah, just the more complicated line. something is, the easier it is to obfuscate the truth. We'll be back to talk some more, and then Representative Michael Guest at 12.05. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, a 40% chance of rain, mostly cloudy, high near 54. Tonight, partly cloudy, low around 28. Your Wednesday, sunny skies, high near 46. Wednesday evening, mostly clear, low around 24. And for your Thursday, sunny skies, high near 50 degrees. This weather brought to you by No Drip Roofing and Construction. With rain coming, let us show you what the No Drip difference is all about. No Drip Roofing and Construction, online at NoDripMS.com. As locals, ADS Security is committed to keeping the community safe. We're the same great company, same local office, with the same local service you've counted on for years. Visit us in Gluckstadt. ADS Security, 601-898-3105. Call today. Since 1871, Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile in downtown Bolton has been providing everything you need. Everything for your house, fencing, plumbing, flowers, lumber. Everything for your animals, dogs, cats, birds, chickens, cows, horses. And everything for your patio and yard. Bayou Classic Cookers, Wind Chimes, Orca and Pelican Coolers. We have most everything. 150 years of serving the community, family owned and operated. Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile, downtown Bolton since 1871. We'll see you soon. Hello, I'm Gary Jolly from the Tractor Store. LS Tractor understands your passion for the land, and just like you, LS Tractor is committed to excellence and superior products. LS Tractor comes with a long list of standard features that are unmatched by other brands and backed with the LS commitment to provide exceptional customer service and satisfaction. You get a lot more for your money with the LS Tractor. Come to the Tractor Store in Richland to experience the LS difference. The Tractor Store in Richland. Every guy knows that feeling when you realize on Valentine's Day that you've got nothing for your true love. Not this year, guys, because at Juniker Jewelry Company, we've got a whole store of ideas that will make her forget last year and the year before. I'm Rachel. And I'm John Ravenstein. This Valentine's at Junikers, we have an entire store of fine jewelry. Rings, pendants, earrings, and bracelets, starting at $250 and less. Come shop thousands of quality, iconic, and yes, affordable pieces you won't find in any other store. For every woman and every budget. As Mississippi's direct diamond importer, we have the largest selection of fine diamonds and diamond jewelry in the state. And 12-month interest free financing for qualified buyers. So don't go driving all over town this Valentine's like a love-struck fool. Come to Juniker Jewelry Company. Let's make this a Valentine's she'll never forget. Juniker Jewelry, Mississippi's direct diamond importer. 1485 Highland Colony Parkway in Madison and junikerjewelry.com. The Gallo Radio Show is brought to you in part by TrustCare, where you'll find a team of experienced, knowledgeable, and friendly staff. Visit TrustCareHealth.com to schedule an appointment today. TrustCare. Feel better, faster. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. The House passed their version of a bill that would eliminate the state income tax, but some are wondering whether it can gain support from the Senate and the governor. Lucian Smith, the former chairman of the Mississippi GOP, thinks this is an issue that will dominate the legislative session. The governor has been very clear he supports eliminating the income tax. The, the lieutenant governor has said he wants to see a decrease in it. Uh, and the House has come up with uh, what I think is a very good bill. 
The House plan cuts the grocery tax to a low of 4%. The sales tax would rise to 8.5%. Governor Tate Reeves and several other lawmakers have been vocal about not wanting a tax swap. For the latest Mississippi news, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, or online at supertalk.fm. I'm Kelly Bennett. Being prepared before the storm is the best way to protect your home or business. Making sure your generator is in peak performance and ready for the job will keep you prepared. Taylor's Sudden Service can set up scheduled service calls to keep your generator running at peak performance. Taylor services all makes and models of generators and helps keep your generator prepared for the storm. If you own a generator, call Taylor's Sudden Service at 601-922-4444. This is professional ball player Jake Mangum. I know what it's like to live, eat, breathe, and play in Mississippi. And no other insurance company competes on my level like Mississippi Farm Bureau Insurance. I love my home team at Farm Bureau because they get me and they get what I need. Visit favrates.com for great rates on home and auto insurance. Or find a local agent at msfbins.com. Farm Bureau Insurance. Go with the home team. Gallo knows Mississippi better than anyone. No one gets better interviews than him. Gallo. He asks all the questions everybody wants to know. Mornings on Super Talk Mississippi. Keeping you up to date with news, weather, and politics that affect you and your family. Up to the minute reports on air and always online at supertalk.fm. Your statewide news network, Super Talk Mississippi News at supertalk.fm. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. It is on. On Super Talk Mississippi. that one you got to sit them down and teach them about freedom that's what David said in the song where did that go that's 50 years ago my have we departed from that simple concept today you got to teach them about oh I don't know gender BLM garbage you seen this in Denver you seen what's going on up there they're teaching kindergartners BLM guiding principles, including, you know this is a key tenet. By the way, Rhino, that's T-E-N-E-T. <laughs> Unlike the T-E-N-A-N-T that we saw yesterday included in the bill, T-E-N-E-T. A key tenet, a precept of the Black Lives Matter organization is to, and a, and a goal, is to disrupt the nuclear family. They're teaching this to kindergartners in Denver. They've been found out about. Their plan 
was to subject kindergartners and first graders to gender and race sensitivity teaching in order to teach the guiding principles of the Black Lives Matter movement. Our students, this is coming a spokesperson for the school, our students all engaged in a two-week learning and discussion series around the 13 principles of the BLM at School organization. Centennial School for Expeditionary Learning posted on its website. All discussions were grounded in the children's literature using texts such as Jed's Barbershop. I have no idea what that is, but I bet it ain't good. Julian is a mermaid. The other side, the colors of us, and the skin you live in, to name a few. To kindergartners? This is insane. This is nuts. A flyer circulating online that flagged the group Parents Defending Education shows that the teaching involves the guiding principles of BLM, including restorative justice, transgender affirming, and just so you'll know, there are schools that are literally requiring students to confirm this whole concept of transgenderism and how noble and virtuous it is, queer-affirming globalism and the disruption of Western nuclear family dynamics. This is crazy to teach five- and six-year-olds this stuff. Can't they just teach them how to read? How is this going to produce productive citizens? And see, why we're doing this in our classrooms, what the heck are they doing in our foreign foes' classrooms? Oh, I don't know. Teaching them math? Teaching them how to read? How to think critically? Meanwhile, we're obsessed with this social justice stuff to kindergartners. I don't get it. Well, I'd say that. I do get it. Again, they're trying to take, they consider these precious young people to be widgets on a shelf. And they're just going to process them through their little factory, and out comes the perfect little objects just the way they want them. I can't imagine being a parent and finding out at home how about a kindergartner shows up and says, you know, mom, dad, if they're blessed to have a two-parent family, mom, dad, you guys got to split up. I learned at school today that it's bad to have a mother and a father. That's bad. It's racist. Not, seriously, that's what this does. That is mind-boggling. I saw yesterday that up there in Virginia, Governor Yunkin recently inaugurated, installed into office, day one, issued an order that banned a school district from requiring students to wear masks. A couple of those districts are defiant, defying the orders. Kids show up. They put them in, like, timeout. 
They, and it, it, to do virtual learning. They won't let them participate. What are we doing? They won't let them participate in class, in person, without the stupid masks on. I'm just going to say it right now. There's no science that I found. You guys may know something different. If you do, please let us know. That supports the idea of K-12 through students wearing masks. None. None. Hell, the CDC's even come out and said, hey, unless you got one of these N95 masks on, you're really wasting your time. Even they. We talked about that two years ago. So they essentially ostracized them. It seems to me like that would be rather traumatic. I don't know. I've seen some interviews with a couple of parents who were livid. Teachers, too. At a time when... So they're sending the teachers away who are defying this. They're saying, hey, look, the governor said we don't have to do this anymore. And they show up, and the district says, oh, no, 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 pay no attention to what the governor said. You're not going to the classroom to teach. So they're backfilling them with people out of the administration, I saw, who are not qualified to go into the classroom and teach. We are doing a huge disservice to our most precious asset, and that's our children. Take the damn masks off now. Get rid of the stupid restrictions. It's doing nothing. see what happened in New York yesterday. What's that? The state Supreme Court of New York said that the governor's mask mandate is unconstitutional and unenforceable. Called out. Null and void. Yep. I mean, the children, come on. This This kills me. When I see little children with those masks on, it breaks my heart. Saw one parent yesterday say, half of my child's life on this planet has been spent in a mask because of the stupid school restrictions. And there's no statistical evidence that suggests that in districts where they are strictly adhering to mask wearing, they're having better outcomes with respect to spread of infection. That's not doesn't even matter. We don't even focus on outcomes anymore, do we? We don't care. You know, I know I'm a product of the private sector, and I tend to view everything through that lens. But the fact is, you don't produce outcomes, you don't make it. Same as the folks listening to us, watching us right now, that work for a living. You don't produce value and outcomes, you don't make it. Government wants to get involved in that, say, oh, no, that's not important. What's important is strict adherence to our rules. What's important is, well, you've got to look at the race and the gender and the ethnicity and the zip code and all this other stuff. Nothing about value creation. Nothing about performance. This is the biggest threat to our country, in my view, is this shift away from performance and achievement-based outcomes. Why the obsession with these masks from these districts? They can't possibly buy into the idea, I'm really keeping people safe here. I just, you some, think of so? them, some of them do, yeah. They're brainwashed. They are. They're they have been the entire time. I just don't get it. I really don't. 
Ceasefire text line. My kid had to write a paper for his psych. This is Jim in the Delta. My kid had to write a paper for his psych 101 class at Delta State on why you shouldn't assume a person's gender by looking at them. Oh my gosh. It is psych 101, though. Okay. Is that. <laughs> I mean. Does that mean you're not, you hadn't gotten to reality yet? Well, no. It, psych 101 is wacky and weird no matter where you take it. I took the I required... took Psych 101 at a Baptist college, and we had a hypnotist come in. <laughs> Love it. So, I mean, yeah, you, you get wacky and weird in Psych 101. I know I said this last week, but in case you didn't hear it, folks, in the state of Washington, birth certificates, you can choose X instead of male or female. On your driver's license as well. Think about that for a minute. I'm going to say it again. How in the world can we ever coalesce around any meaningful, productive policy if we can't agree on how many biological genders there are? Seems impossible. The Allman Brothers, good tunes, bumping us out of this segment. We got some more talk for you, and then Congressman Michael Guest after the top of the hour. Stay with us. Rogers Dab Chevrolet is Mississippi's largest General Motors business elite dealer. We make it easy to maintain your fleet with over 100 work-ready vehicles available for your job site. Diesel, gas, trucks, vans, and service bodies. And we build to your business specifications. It really is easier with Rogers Dab's fleet. Call the Rogers Dab's business elite fleet team today at 866-671-4226 or visit us online at rogersdabs.com. Rogers Dab Chevrolet. Find new roads. I'm Lauren McGraw with Gotta Go. Have you got bathroom restoration or construction going on? Well, we've got you covered with deluxe luxury restrooms with air conditioning, LED lights, radio, Bluetooth, and all the amenities for your needs. When you've got to go, you've got to go. Gotta go. 601-879-3969. Lee Temple, customer, Clark's Construction. We had a complete bathroom renovation all the way from the tile floor to countertops and everything that goes with uh, with a bathroom. We checked with other folks to see how they had worked with Jerry, and we always got some uh, some good reviews. Never did get one that was uh, that was not good, and you know the trust issue was was not an issue with Jerry. So I'd say he's a five star for a construction company you can trust. Call Clark's Construction at 601-214-9463. Walking into Carter Sledge Family Dentistry is like walking into a spa with its relaxed atmosphere and luxurious setting. You'll definitely feel at ease at Carter. Sledge Family Dentistry, you can choose either a male or female doctor, whatever makes you more comfortable. Plus, Carter Sledge has the very latest in technology, like same-day crowns. Find out more at cartersledgedental.com. Carter Sledge Family Dentistry, Lake Harbor Drive in Ridgeland. At Carter Sledge Family Dentistry, our smile begins with yours. The best made-to-order lunch in Northeast Jackson is at 4th & Gold Sports Cafe. Homestyle plates full of catfish, shrimp, and rib tips, just to name a few. Eat in or carry out, DoorDash or Grubhub. Call 769-208-8283. Once again, 769-208-8283. This is the Midday Agri-Market Report. The ability to cover a greater portion of revenue makes shallow loss crop insurance a potent risk management tool. Crop insurance could be expensive this year, but on the bright side, projected prices will also be on the higher side, which means your increased investment in the upcoming crop has better protection in case yields or prices go down. 
We're going to have higher projected prices for 2022. That, according to Iowa State University Extension Farm Management Specialist Steve Johnson, and depending on the volatility factors, that tends to favor higher premiums for 2022 revenue protection plans. Despite higher premiums for the revenue protection insurance, he thinks there will be more interest in shallow loss crop insurance products like the supplemental coverage option and the enhanced coverage option, which are usually used in addition to the revenue protection insurance policies. I'm Dixon Williams, and this is Super Talk Mississippi Agri-News Network. Are you looking for a contractor for your new home or remodel? Go licensed. Unlicensed contractors may try to convince you that pulling your own permit can save you money but they may do shoddy work, or in some cases, no work at all, costing you far more in the long run. Protect yourself and your investment by comparing estimates from three licensed contractors. Remember, go licensed. For more information, contact the Mississippi State Board of Contractors at msboc.us. You know that nowadays, most people go online to look at a business before they spend their money. Do you have an old, outdated website or just a Facebook page and still not bringing in customers? Targeted digital advertising from Super Talk Mississippi Media Digital's highly trained and trusted staff is the answer. We're ready to work with you to help your business capitalize on the power of digital marketing. Call 601-991-2305 or go to stmmdigital.com to get started today. This is Ben Shapiro reminding you to listen to The Ben Shapiro Show weekday nights starting at 9 p.m. here on 97.3 Super Talk Jackson. You know what that means. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. We'll do it live. On Super Talk Mississippi. Here on midday, singing to the build back better. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Perfect. Oh gosh. So we were talking earlier in the program about the uh, the double standards that the media in this country apply, depending on the party of the individual sitting in the president's seat. And I just opine that the left-wing media just covering for the current president, his little outburst yesterday calling Fox's Peter Ducey an SOB. I shall not repeat exactly what he said, but he said it totally enunciated the words there represented by that abbreviation. Anyhow, that the left-wing media tends to spin and cover regularly for this guy. Listen to NBC's Kelly O'Donnell here. He made the point that he does not like when questions are asked about a subject other than the planned event, which in this case was about middle-class families and the economy. Huh? made the point that he does not like when questions are asked about a subject other than the planned event, which in this case was about middle-class families and the economy. 
He doesn't like it. Don't don't do <laughs> don't make him do anything he doesn't like. It's bunny rabbits and ice cream, isn't that what Jen Goblesaki said the other day? You don't get to choose what you like and don't like. Maybe children get to, and they should. We should try to make our children's lives as happy and pleasurable and free from stress and worry as possible. That's why it is an absolute sin to indoctrinate them with this left-wing Marxist crap. By the way, that mother and father you have, it's bad. Children should not even hear anything remotely close to that. That, Jen Goblesaki, that is the demographic that wherein we should be promoting in their lives bunny rabbits and ice cream. Not the president. You don't get to choose. He doesn't like that. Boo heckin' who? Come on. So he doesn't want to be questioned about that which is in every poll, left or right, polling organization, the top issue, the top priority for Americans. They're dang pocketbooks. Always is. Right up there with safety. Because you can't have a pocketbook unless you're safe. We got Congressman Michael Guest coming in after the break. He's going to talk about how our border and the chaos down there has made this country less safe. Rampant crime, setting records for homicides in this country. Innocent people being pushed off onto subway tracks, being assaulted in a furniture store in California. You go down the list, it's every day. Police officers in Harlem, you saw that over the weekend. 22 years old? Assault, assailed? Ambushed, essentially, from afar? Walking into that? To break up a domestic dispute. You don't even deserve it. You don't deserve police protection when the police come, because that's what they get paid to do. They take that responsibility seriously. They understand the risk and the sacrifice. And they come in there and you kill them. And you've seen, Rhino, the BLM group, they're all mad because the police union and their police brethren in New York are sobbing for this deceased officer. They're mad about that. Literally, they are mad that their cohorts, their colleagues, their brothers in uniform are calling attention to this tragedy and expressing their sorrow and their discontent and asking the people of New York City, this has got to stop. And BLM's mad about it. It's upside down. Oh, we've got to protect the guy up there that pulled the trigger and killed that police officer. What do they say? Pigs in a blanket and a blanket rhyme like bacon. That's Sean Hannity's favorite deal. Loves it. It's true. I mean, you can go look it up. They did that. Disgusting. Totally. 
Time for a break here on Middays. We've got Super Talk News, Fox News, and then Congressman Michael Guest in the studio. Please stay with us. Listening to WFMN Flora Jackson, Super Talk Mississippi, powered by your tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros. Online at Baroni's Tree Pros.com. I'm Chris Foster. Anti-tank missiles are part of today's shipment of American military equipment arriving in Ukraine as defense against a possible Russian invasion. Pentagon spokesman John Kirby tells Fox 8,500 U.S. troops on standby would be part of a NATO response force in Eastern Europe. We're not ruling off the table uh, uh, any unilateral U.S. troops also uh, inside Europe or even going to Europe uh, to help bolster our, our, our allies and uh, reassure them. He says he does not believe there's been a final decision made by the Russian government whether to move troops into Ukraine. Police in Atlanta are looking for suspects in a gunfight. A six-month-old baby in a car was killed in the crossfire. Mayor Andre Dickens. These children are bearing the brunt and losing their lives because adults are unable to settle their disputes without going to guns. He says this is the third child under six years old shot in Atlanta this year. America's listening to Fox News. As locals, ADS Security is committed to keeping the community safe. We're the same great company, same local office, with the same local service you've counted on for years. Visit us in Gluckstadt. ADS Security, 601-898-3105. Call today. I've got to get that fixed. Uneven driveways causing headaches? Helms Polyfoam will fix it without tearing up your driveway in the process. We inject polyfoam under settled concrete to stabilize it in a matter of minutes, not days. Polyfoam is used on runways, railways, and highways, so there is no question it will support your driveway. We also repair seawalls, sidewalks, pond dams, retaining walls, and unstable soil. Visit HelmsPolyfoam.com or call Helms Polyfoam at 601-966-7821. Family Termite is a proud VIP sponsor of the Handyman Show on Super Talk Mississippi. Whether you're a proud DIYer or a seasoned veteran, Mississippi's handyman Buddy Slowick has the answers to your home improvement questions each Saturday from 10 till noon. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Governor Tay Reeves has signed a bill that redraws Mississippi's four congressional districts, though opponents could still ask a federal court to consider whether the new boundaries dilute the influence of black voters. Both the House and Senate passed a plan that would dramatically increase the size of District 2, with votes mostly along party lines. House Minority Leader Robert Johnson. We were in favor of a more compact district that would have included more of Hines County in parts of southern Madison County. Uh, the second district lost six to 7,000 people. So we thought the most efficient and compact way to achieve that that balance in the four districts would have been to do that. House Speaker Philip Gunn was asked if he thinks the map is fair. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. I think our team has done a fantastic job of drawing a map, given the, the parameters and the requirements that they have to comply with. For Super Talk Mississippi News, I'm Kelly Bennett. 
This is Dennis Stevenson, Director of the Motor Carrier Safety Division of the Mississippi Department of Public Safety. The Highway Patrol, in conjunction with the Federal Motor Carrier Safety Administration, is conducting big rig road checks for safety each month throughout the state for motor vehicles. Troopers and truckers working together to keep our roads and highways safe. Since the program began, we have issued over 15,000 citations to ensure that everyone is safe on the road. Troopers and truckers working together to keep our Mississippi roadways safe. Your business may be classified as small to mid-size, but you view it as an empire and naturally want it to succeed. Do you have the proper tools in place to efficiently utilize the staff who handles administration of your HR, payroll, time, and benefits? Without changing current processes and proper training, payroll technology alone cannot solve these problems. By utilizing the ISOL platform, MWG Employer Services can create new processes and properly train your staff to maximize the efficiency of this technology. For more information, visit MWGEmployerServices.com. State Senator Bryce Wiggins, a Republican from Jackson County, is running for Congress in Mississippi's 4th Congressional District. He is the 6th Republican to announce a run for the seat, which is currently held by incumbent Congressman Stephen Palazzo. According to a congressional ethics report from March, Palazzo may have misspent campaign and congressional funds. The investigation revealed evidence that he used his office to help his brother and use staff for personal errands and services. Palazzo, who has denied doing anything wrong, has yet to file the paperwork to run for re-election in 2022. Governor Tate Reeves will deliver his third State of the State address at four this afternoon. He plans to discuss education, infrastructure, elimination of the state income tax, the crime wave, and critical race theory. This will be streamed live on Facebook. The Democratic response will be delivered by Greenville Mayor Eric Simmons. I'm Kelly Bennett. Trustmark checking fits you to a T. Use the My Trustmark app to bank anywhere from your truck to a tent. Make mobile payments at retailers from Tampa to Tacoma. And with new Plus checking, you'll even get discounts on trips. Trip? Oh, hey, you stole my line. You need Plus checking. It has identity theft protection, too. Don't stop about Trustmark. People you trust. Advice that works. Member FDIC. Normally, we'd tell you what you get with a C Spire wireless plan. Like the best blazing fast 5G nationwide network. But what about what you don't get? No tricks. No bait and switch. Heck, we don't even need this music. All we need is this really great deal. Get up to $700 off our best 5G phones with trade-in. Switch to C Spire today. 5G not available in all areas. Capable device required. See cspire.com for details. For all the folks in the Capital City metro area, love to have you join me tomorrow morning, 6 till 9, Gallo Show. We'll start your day the informed way. Super Talk Mississippi 97.3. And now, and now, the talk that keeps Mississippi talking. That's what I like to listen to. You're listening to Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Here on Super Talk Mississippi. Thank you for joining us on Midday Super Talk Mississippi, rolling into the afternoon, hour three of the show. Gerard and Rhino in the Super Talk studios. Joining us now also in the studios, Congressman Michael Guest. He represents Mississippi's 3rd District. Thanks for coming in, Congressman. Thanks for having me back, Gerard. 
All right, so uh, let's let's talk about this border situation. You know, this is one of the things that hasn't gotten a great deal of attention lately, and I think that's because uh, Americans have uh, been consumed with uh, uh, economic matters, inflation, the price of gas, and uh, what just seems like a situation that continues to worsen. And then we've got the situation over in the Baltic with uh, Russia and the Ukraine. We'll talk about that in a minute. But I think the administration is actually, uh, I don't want to say happy, but maybe they're at least heartened by their getting a little bit of a respite because this is not dominating the news cycle the way it was. But we still got a big old problem down there. You know, you're exactly right. And we saw a lot of national media coverage, uh, particularly uh, late spring, early summer, about uh, uh, the j- just the large explosion uh, of the number of illegal immigrants that were coming across the border. And it really started uh, once Joe Biden was elected. Even before he started taking office, uh, you started to see those numbers gradually increase. Uh, and then as soon as he was sworn into office, uh, you saw those numbers just explode. Uh, and people were actually coming across the border in their Biden Harris T-shirts, uh, and uh, you know they they were coming because they believed that once he was elected president, that he was going to do what many of the uh, many progressives were asking for, which was just open the border and allow anyone to come across. Uh, and so we saw those numbers continue to increase. And, and what you traditionally have seen is you've seen, uh, there, particularly during the summer months, as things get, would, would would warm up and the temperatures along the border would be extremely hot, uh, you would see the number of immigrants decrease. But but we actually Actually, saw those numbers grow go up through the summer. Uh, we saw them hit more than 200,000 uh, several months in a row, and those numbers have just gradually started to go down. Uh, but you're right, as far as media attention, the media has now uh, pivoted to things such as inflation, uh, the supply chain crisis uh, that we're seeing, uh, international crisis uh, after Afghanistan, and we saw the, uh, the the debacle that the administration created uh, in our withdrawal from Afghanistan, and now we're seeing that the media is focused on the international crisis that is looming uh, between Russia and the Ukraine. And and so uh, this is an issue that's not gone away. This is something that the media has just now refused to cover because there are so many other crises which are burning uh, more hotter uh, than the border is at this point. Uh, But but it's something that as a member of Homeland Security, we are continuing to watch, continue to monitor, uh, and continuing to try to hold the uh, administration accountable for their, their inaction along the border and their inability to stop the flow of immigrants coming into the country. It, it just seems almost unthinkable to me, honestly, that we have laws on the books. We're not enforcing these laws, and in fact, we have an administration that's basically in, in, instructing those responsible for enforcing those laws and patrolling the border to stand down, or certainly not giving them the resources necessary to discharge that function. How in the world can that happen in this country? I don't get it. You know, uh, until the courts get involved, until the courts mandate that the administration enforce the laws that Congress has passed, we're going to see, particularly this administration, is going to ignore the dictates of Congress. Uh, Congress has been granted the authority by the Constitution uh, to to create laws, and the president then is supposed to enforce the laws that Congress creates. If the president doesn't like the laws, he should return to Congress and 
and ask the laws to be changed, not mandate, uh, in some cases by executive order, uh, that laws not be enforced. You know, if you think day one on the border, when the president was sworn into office, he set forth an executive order stopping construction along the on the border, uh, wall construction, uh, construction that Congress had approved, that money had actually been appropriated for. And what we ended up doing, Gerard, is we ended up paying those contractors not to build the wall. They yeah. had a contract with the government. They had already had supplies delivered that were sitting there on the border. We had people who were supposed to be uh, building those structures that would have made our border safe, uh, but the president, through the swipe of a pen, uh, an administrative executive order, uh, stopped construction, and it cost the American taxpayers hundreds of millions of dollars for walls that we had paid for and approved but weren't built. I'm looking at some statistics that uh, your office supplied us with, and so Border Patrol agents have encountered almost as many criminals on the border in the first three months of fiscal year 22, which kicked off uh, October 1, than all of fiscal year 20 for 12 months combined. You know, that, you know, you're exact, right? You know, again, the, the numbers and the surge that we have seen that has taken place since President Biden was sworn into office dwarfs the numbers that we saw under President Trump. President yeah. Trump did have, at some point in his administration, a surge. He acted very aggressively. He uh, he instituted the Remain in Mexico policy, yeah. which was which was very effective in the fact that immigrants who were coming to the country weren't allowed to stay in the country once they entered. They they had to remain in Mexico until their asylum claims were heard. The Biden administration stopped that. We've seen that the federal courts have reinstituted that, but really on a very limited basis. Yeah. We've, we've not seen this administration put the resources that we need on the border, Border Patrol, Custom Enforcement agencies, Agents, uh, and they've actually instructed ICE not to go out and seek people who are in the country, that we have active pickup orders for those people to be arrested and returned to their home country. Uh, I think I shared an article with you last week uh, about TSA, yeah. uh, which we all encounter, and we know that anyone who travels, if you're going to fly and going to be able actually to even get past the security checkpoint, you've got to produce some sort of photo ID. Uh, and we we all know we come to expect that. Uh, for many of our immigrants who don't have that, uh, TSA has been accepting arrest warrants as a proper form of identification. I read that when you said it. I just shook my head. And, and, and so for, for a federal agent to know that there's an active arrest warrant for someone and then to not arrest that individual, <laughs> be, be allow that individual to use use that arrest warrant as a form of identification to pass through a security checkpoint, to me, is the most ludicrous thing that I've ever heard and ever read. It's upside down. Uh, and and we, we, as members of Congress, just found that out because of some uh, re requested information that we did of TSA months ago that they have just now responded to. And in, that, in, in all of those responses, as you continue to dig through that, we find uh, something that is, should be very troubling to all Americans. It's amazing to me, Congressman, that we even have men and women that are willing to put the ICE uniform and the Border Patrol uniforms on every day. 
because they're not their backs are not covered by this administration. Oh, you're exactly right. You know, you talk about the morale of the rank and file who are down there day in and day out trying to protect the border, uh, and then knowing that you know every time that anything happens, that the administration is looking to blame them. Uh, they're looking to blame the men and women who are on the border, and they're also going to continue to blame President Trump. Now, right. President Trump has not been in office uh, for now over a year. Yep. Uh, we know that. Uh, but any time that the administration, the current administration, and the Biden administration talks about the crisis and talks about the numbers when we can actually get them to do that in congressional hearings, they are going to continue to deflect and continue to blame President Trump, who actually, I thought, did a very good job of controlling the board. Right. Uh, and, and, and so it's this constant uh, uh, case of the administration not wanting to, to take the blame for anything. It's always somebody else's fault. Uh, it's, it's the men and women who are working the border. It's the policies that we inherited. Yeah. Uh, and 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 they don't want to accept blame for anything. I think the difference is uh, the prior president, President Trump, uh, understood and respected the idea of the nation's sovereignty and the need to to have a border, and to uh, essentially enforce the laws on the books to to that require legal immigration. We we have a um, a president now and the accompanying party that in effect don't want a border. They really don't. That's I right. Mean, M- many of the extreme progressives, uh, you know, they believe in the ideas of open borders, that people should be allowed to come into the United States, should be allowed uh, without any sort of screening, any sort of process, that anyone who wants to come, that we should allow them to come into the country and to very quickly become citizens, you know. Uh, I believe in legal immigration. Sure. I believe that we have programs such as the H-2A, H-2B visa programs where we allow individuals to come into the country you know, to work in our agriculture industry and things of that nature. Those programs have been allowed around a long time, and those programs are, are very successful. Uh, I was at a Farm Bureau reception uh, actually last night and was talking to an individual. He said, look, you know, as we are coming into uh, the, the farming season, we're going to continue to need this H-2A, H-2B yeah. l- labor uh, so, so that we can grow the food that we need to to supply sure. not only uh, American citizens but people across the globe. And I think Republicans and Democrats, we understand that. Those are areas where we can work together. Yeah. But we must make sure that, that our borders are secure. That, that we are being able to vet people who are coming into the country uh, and that, that people who want to come here legally have a route to do so, but we're not putting the illegal immigrants at the front of the line over those who are trying to do the right thing. Common sense. It just seems common sense logic to me. We've got Congressman uh, Michael Guest in the studio. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Since 1871, Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile in downtown Bolton has been providing everything you need. Everything for your house, fencing, plumbing, flowers, lumber. Everything for your animals, dogs, cats, birds, chickens, cows, horses. And everything for your patio and yard. Bayou Classic Cookers, Wind Chimes, Orca and Pelican Coolers. We have most everything. 150 years of serving the community, family owned and operated. Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile, downtown Bolton since 1871. We'll see you soon. 
Why does Walgreens offer co-pays as low as $0 and 90-day refills? Because we care about Medicare, so you don't have to. I mean, do you really care to hear me go on about same-day prescription delivery making your life easier? Or how there's a pharmacy expert available 24-7 and one-click refills? Well, I just did anyways. Fill your Medicare prescriptions with Walgreens and save. $0 co-pays apply to Tier 1 generic drugs and select plans with Walgreens as a preferred pharmacy. Restrictions apply. See walgreens.com slash Medicare for complete details. Stop. David Cox here, Omar Financial. Do you have a 401k, IRA, retirement, or CD coming due? We can help with market-like returns and zero risk. Call David Cox, 601-594-8977. That's 601-594-8977 now. Hello, my name is John Merrill, the owner of Amada Senior Care. We're your local trust advisor for senior home care. We provide experienced caregivers for your loved ones so they can remain in their home. Just like you would care for your loved ones, our employees provide assistance with their personal care needs. As your trusted senior advisor, I can help your family navigate the long-term care insurance process. Just call me, John Merrill with Amada Senior Care, for your free in-home consultation, 601-864-3752. No Drip Roofing and Construction, online at nodripms.com. Whatever Mother Nature dishes out, No Drip Roofing and Construction can take care of it. 601-371-1051. 601-371-1051. 601-371-1051. Hey, I'm here with Alex Murray of Auto Innovation. At Auto Innovation, we want to change your car buying experience. When you're in the market for a quality pre-owned vehicle, please come see us. We want to make friends, not just customers. All eligible vehicles are inspected by a Master Tech mechanic and come with a limited powertrain warranty on us. We are located on Highway 51 in Ridgeland. Come by and see us or check out our inventory online at autoinnovation.net. Let us change your car buying experience. Auto Innovation, Highway 51 in Ridgeland. Do you suffer from allergies, sinus or respiratory problems, or just want to improve the quality of air you breathe in your home or business? Pure Air Consultants can help. As your indoor environmental specialist, we clean air ducts, install UV lights, and service all makes and models of heating and cooling systems. We offer the most dependable Energy Star qualified systems in the industry. Call Pure Air Consultants today, 601-939-7420. A proud provider of Ream Home AC Systems. <laughs> Are you feeling it? <sighs> Ream, the new degree of comfort. Here with a special invitation to join us weekday morning, 6 to 9. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis, all right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. What? what? This is so awesome. On Super Talk Mississippi. <laughs> Welcome back, everyone. Midday Super Talk Mississippi. Congressman Michael Guest is our guest in the studio. So, Congressman, the other thing that uh, is of concern is the transport of fentanyl uh, across the border as well. And we had a guest on a couple of weeks ago talking about that. I was I was shocked. Uh, in fact, it's some, who was it? Oh, it was, uh, Nick Bain, I think, wasn't it? Rhino, a member of the legislature, our friend from Alcorn County that has a bill. I think to address this, but I, I was shocked to learn just how deadly this substance is, and how, how little is required to to uh, to kill a human, and th and most of that is flowing across the border. But we just seem to not have an interest in that 
do anything about it. Well, and again, it's just the fact that we want to turn a blind eye to everything happening on the border. It's not just the illegal immigration, uh, the drug trafficking, the human trafficking also accompanies that. And you're exactly right. You know, the fentanyl seizures that we saw uh, 2021 was up over 100 percent from the year before, I think roughly 135 percent. We now see that that overdose deaths in general have become one of the leading causes of death for individuals, you know, age 18. Uh, to 45. Uh, and you're right, you know, it takes such a small amount of fentanyl uh, to actually put a person into cardiac arrest. And, and, and it's not just the fact that people are taking fentanyl in and of itself, it's the fact that fentanyl is often mixed with other drugs. And yeah. so people are, are unaware of actually what they are putting and what they are consuming into their body. Uh, and, and so, you know, we, we saw this back when I was a prosecutor. This was something uh, during my days as district attorney in Madison and Rankin County. We began seeing slowly the rise of fentanyl, but I tell you, under this administration, uh, and 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 again, the porousness of the border and our inability to secure not only the people but the things that are being trafficked into our country, uh, this is a growing problem, and it's something that uh, that the media is not going to cover. They're not going to talk about it. again. One of the reasons they're not going to talk about it is because the administration has done such a poor job. Yeah. Uh, and so then it falls on local law enforcement, people like your local sheriff's department and police departments to try to do what they can once the drugs are actually in the country to stop those drugs from getting into the hands, particularly of our, of our teenagers and young adults. Uh, yeah. You know, those are the people that, that we, we see this more and more of. And, and so we've got to do a better job of giving our law enforcement on the border the resources that they need to fight this. And again, you know, this also goes hand in hand with what we see with some of the human trafficking. We've seen many of your drug cartels uh, now, if you will, diversify uh, into human trafficking because there's so many people who are wanting to get across the border. Mm. Uh, and they often use some of the human trafficking as a distraction for the drug trafficking. And so as they are if they are shifting and putting large groups of people across the border in one section, as law enforcement then responds in mass to deal with that, yeah. then they're using some of the same resources that they have just to shift the drugs across through other unsecured portions of the border at that point. And so whether it be fentanyl, whether it be cocaine, whether it be uh, methamphetamine or marijuana seizures, all those seizures have continued to grow up under this administration, which means that the, the drug cartels see our borders as porous and see their ability to ship their product into their country into this country uh, as something that they're more and more readily able to do. Yeah, it's uh, it's just amazing how, as you said, we've pivoted to other matters, and those are important matters as well. But but this is going on 24 hours a day. This isn't going away, and there doesn't seem to be any appetite whatsoever to address it. We have a vice president who was appointed as the so-called border czar that I think is yet to go to the border. It just seems like as one who's responsible for policy, and that being uh, the president, you'd go down there and talk to the people responsible uh, that are that are experiencing this every day and get them to share what the issues and the challenges are and get their recommendations and make 
policy accordingly, but yeah. that just doesn't seem to be the case. Yeah, and that's exactly right. You know, I had the ability uh, last spring to go down with several members, Republican Remember members that. of the Homeland Security Committee, uh, and, and we embedded ourselves there uh, with law enforcement. Uh, and we were there, and, and we saw the gaps that existed uh, yeah. in the wall to where the wall had been built to a certain area and then just stopped. And we saw, again, the construction material there where the materials had actually been delivered to extend the wall. Yeah. Uh, but because of the president's signature on the executive order, wall construction had stopped. Uh, we saw immigrants who had come across the border, and they were walking up to law enforcement to turn themselves in because they knew that they were not going to be deported because they were with young children. If you have a minor child with you, uh, mm. our current the policy of the current administration is you are allowed to remain in the country. So these people would walk across the border. They weren't running from law enforcement. They were there to turn themselves <laughs> in because they knew that they would be processed and then after that they were processed the non-government agencies that our law enforcement excuse me that our government uh, contracts with would then fly them into the interior of the country and they would be allowed to stay with family members or friends who were also in the country Unbelievable. Uh, and so there is no fear uh, that immigrants once they reach the border will be turned back and that they will be denied entry and and these numbers are growing uh, and and and, and you are starting to see that it, the impact that it's having not just on our border communities but on uh, really every community in our country as more and more of the immigrants are being resettled throughout the country can't escape it and, and then what normally happens is they uh, the, the, there is a million case backlog in our immigration court a million cases. <laughs> a million and so cases. we saw those numbers grow. And so by the time the case works its way through the system, we've lost track of where these immigrants are, and they're able to remain in the United States indefinitely. I know you're uh, you're in town. You're in the state for a yes. while before yeah. you go back to Washington, right? Yes, sir, for the remainder of the week. That's what you, correct. What do you got going on in Mississippi you want to tell us about? You know, uh, we're going to meet tomorrow uh, with uh, some of our, our uh, law enforcement officers in Rankin County. Uh, Sheriff Brian Bailey, a great friend of mine, yeah. uh, has a uh, monthly uh, chiefs meeting where he brings in uh, all the chiefs of police really throughout the entire metro area and, right. and where they talk about the issues uh, that, that, uh, that, that, that they're battling and dealing with. You know, and, and I think that, that one of the issues that that we're seeing and that we're actually seeing being reported by the local and national media uh, is the increase in violent crime. Uh, we see that crime continues to grow up. Uh, go up. You know, a lot of that kind of was uh, born out of this defund the police movement. And so, you know, uh, we saw several years ago that there was a big push by progressives and liberals to do away uh, or to cut the size of police departments. And we've seen in those cities to where they've not adequately funded resources to law enforcement, we've seen increase in crime. Uh, and we've seen that here in the Jackson area. I don't yeah. know. You may have seen it, and I'm sure you've seen it and talked about, you know, that per capita, Jackson had the highest murder rate of, oh, of, yeah. of any city uh, in the entire country. And so it's not just cities such as Chicago, Illinois, or New York, or other places. This is happening right, right here. here in our backyard. And yeah. so we look forward to working with law enforcement to trying to see what they're seeing on, on, on the ground and how there can be, you know, that, uh, that state, federal, local response and what we can do plugged in going forward. Okay. Uh, I had a chance to be in Starkville uh, yesterday, got a chance to introduce two young men uh, who had been, uh, one had been accepted to the United States Naval Academy, uh, one had been accepted to uh, prep school there uh, at West Point. Uh, awesome. And I'll tell you, one of the greatest things about this job is being able to meet young men and women who want to serve and, and who want to go to our military academies. And to see the hard work that these young men and women pour in throughout their high school career to position them 
themselves for appointments and then be able to see that dream come true uh, is something that, that is very special. And, yeah. and so we got a chance to do that yesterday in Starville, a young kid from Starville Academy, another young kid from Starville High School. Uh, and they they are the best of the best that Mississippi has to offer. That's awesome. And, and we applaud them for uh, making that decision to serve their country. We need good people doing that, as you well know. we got just a couple of minutes left. Uh, this voting rights situation is just become uh, hyper-politicized, to say the least. you got the president essentially calling half the country uh, equivalent to equating them to Jefferson Davis and Bull Connor and the like. Where do you think all this is going, this voting rights deal? You know, I, I think at this point it, it, uh, it it's dead, you know. Uh, I think that the Democrats tried to really uh, make, a, if you will, a mountain out of a molehill, uh, tried to create an issue that really doesn't Agreed. exist. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I'm a firm believer in states' rights and, and that states should have the ability to set reasonable restrictions on voting. Uh, and what the, the Democrats w- were trying to make this into is that there were states uh, that, that were trying to restrict people, to keep people from being able to vote. And that was not the case. Right. We must have, and I will tell you as a former prosecutor, I have seen cases of voter fraud. Uh, now, that they don't happen every day, but there are cases of voter fraud. And the thing that, that I saw as a prosecutor that really addressed that more than anything was voter ID. Hmm. Uh, I think that that was one of the best things that Mississippi was able to implement. I've got to give Delbert Hoseman and his staff credit for working with the Justice Department to get that in place. Uh, But what the Democrats were trying to do was to remove voter ID, allow same-day voter registration, uh, allow voting on demand, really kind of taking away some of the the reasonable restrictions that states had put in place. Man, yeah, it's just crazy. I think I think it's totally fabricated. Uh, I think they're just trying to deflect to the real problems. Before you go, Haley and the family good? Everybody's great, yes. Thank Glad you for asking. That. Yes, sir. Congressman Michael Guest has been our guest here in the studio at Super Talk. We'll be right back. Middays will continue. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, a 40% chance of rain, mostly cloudy, high near 54. Tonight, partly cloudy, low around 28. Your Wednesday, sunny skies, high near 46. Wednesday evening, mostly clear, low around 24. And for your Thursday, sunny skies, high near 50 degrees. This weather forecast has been brought to you by our friends at RJ's Outboard Sales and Service at 1208 Old Fannin Road. RJ's Outboard Sales and Service, your Yamaha outboard dealer in Brandon. The best made-to-order lunch in Northeast Jackson is at 4th & Gold Sports Cafe. The wings, the chicken tenders and bites, fried or grilled, and the best specialty pizzas in the metro. Call 769-208-8283. That's 769-208-8283. 769-208-8283. This is Beth with the range by Jimmy Primos here in Gladstadt. My dad Jimmy is off hunting again, so I decided to start 2022 by extending the 20% discount on our annual memberships and 15 to 20% off on our firearm classes, including our firearm simulator that is great for friends and family wanting to try their skills at real-life home defense scenarios or good old firearm competition. Come see us soon. Why does Walgreens offer co-pays as low as $0 and 90-day refills? Because we care about Medicare, so you don't have to. I mean, do you really care to hear me go on about same-day prescription delivery making your life easier? 
now there's a pharmacy expert available 24-7 and one-click refills? Well, I just did anyways. Fill your Medicare prescriptions with Walgreens and save. Zero dollar copays apply to tier one generic drugs and select plans with Walgreens as a preferred pharmacy. Restrictions apply. See walgreens.com slash Medicare for complete details. Trust Care Kids in Madison now offers the Pfizer COVID-19 vaccine for children ages 5 to 11. Every Monday through Friday from 9 a.m. to 6 p.m., just walk in or schedule an appointment at TrustCareKids.com. Our expert team of pediatric specialists will have you in and out in a jiffy. It couldn't be any easier. TrustCare has led the way in COVID testing and vaccinations. Let us be the provider you trust to keep your entire family safe. That's TrustCareKids.com. TrustCare Health. Feel better, faster. Hey, this is Bob, and if you're like me, you like dealing with local people. Majestic Metals was founded in Mississippi in 1954 and are headquartered right in Gluckstadt. For complete metal building systems and steel roofing and siding, call the hometown folks. Majestic Metals, 800-647-8540 or online at MajesticMetalsINC.com. Demand the best for your truck. Linex spray-on bed liners give the only nationwide lifetime warranty. Linex of Jackson is your source for all of your truck accessory needs. From lift kits, wheels, tires, bed covers, hitches, you name it, we do it. Want leather installed in your car or truck? We even give a lifetime warranty on our leather. Linex of Jackson has been your source for spray and bed liner and truck accessories for over 20 years. Come see us on Highway 80 between Airport and Crossgates. Linex of Jackson, 601-664-0030. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Governor Tay Reeves has signed a bill that redraws Mississippi's four congressional districts, though opponents could still ask a federal court to consider whether the new boundaries dilute the influence of black voters. Both the House and Senate passed a plan that would dramatically increase the size of District 2, with votes mostly along party lines. House Minority Leader Robert Johnson. We were in favor of a more compact district that would have included more of Hines County in parts of southern Madison County. Uh, the second district lost 67,000 people. So we thought the most efficient and compact way to achieve that that balance in the four districts would have been to do that. House Speaker Philip Gunn was asked if he thinks the map is fair. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. I think our team has done a fantastic job of drawing a map, given the, the parameters and the requirements that they have to comply with. For Super Talk Mississippi News, I'm Kelly Bennett. Power outages are a detriment to workplace efficiency and production. A Taylor Power Standby Generator can provide instant protection from those power outages. Call Taylor Power Systems today at 601-932-5674 to discuss the right standby generator for your business. That's 601-932-5674. COVID pandemic, Mississippi's nurse practitioners were on the front lines of providing patients with high quality care. With over 6,000 nurse practitioners practicing in our state, there's no reason we should continue to struggle with access to care, with many in rural areas having no access at all. Mississippi's archaic laws force NPs into unfair contracts just to go to work and do the job they're trained to do. Tell your legislators to support full practice authority as 28 other states have done and end forced government contracting. Paid for by the Mississippi Association of Nurse Practitioners. From the coast to the Delta and all points in between, the stories of your Mississippi, all 82 counties, are heard here with Super Talk Mississippi News. What happens? Why does it happen? And how will it affect you, your family, and your bottom line? From the capital to your county, we bring you the most important stories from all across the state. 
Stay here and stay informed. Super Talk Mississippi News. Online at supertalk.fm. It's time for Middays with Gerard Gibbert on Super Talk Mississippi. Super Talk Mississippi Middays, Gerard and Rhino in the Super Talk studios. Always appreciate uh, Congressman Michael Guest dropping by for some insight into all the stuff going on up there in Washington. And I mean, it is a bunch that they got on the old plate. The new, this is Larry and Jackson, the new, quote, immigrants, end quote, can't pass our path to citizenship. Most can't read in their own language. Is that who you want here? Well, I'm a little confused. If they can't pass, then that would seem they would be denied citizenship. So I guess the answer is I support that anyone who seeks citizenship should have to complete the process and whatever sort of Tests there are. I'm not aware, honestly. I'm not that familiar with the process. But if there are such tests, I'm not mistaken. You have to pass a, what is essentially a history test, a history of the United States. And there have been several people from late night talk shows to social media influencers that have made hay with taking questions from that test and just finding people on the street and asking them. And your everyday average American has a hard time answering. Some oh, of these they can't questions. answer them. Yeah, I totally agree. We because we don't we we talked about this extensively yesterday, but we don't tend to focus on that as we once did, and the left would just as soon as not talk about anything in those classes, but slavery and present white people's white students' responsibility for it. I mean, honestly, that's what critical race theory is all about. In effect. So so the answer to that question is, Larry, I'll just put it this way. I, I want people to immigrate into this country through the prescribed rules and laws we have to achieve citizenship, and I want those people to be productive citizens where they contribute to society. I, I mean, I just in general. And I know, you know, an industry that I'm familiar with, which is the technology industry, we had um, folks that had visas, work visas, that workforce that were incredibly productive, good people that love this country. And that's a lot. And a lot of the reason that technology companies seek that talent is because our dang woke schools are too worried about everything but training them <laughs> for those disciplines. That's the whole point, the whole concern that we should all have. But it all comes back down to demand. I mean, yeah, yes, it's You're anecdotal, right. but there's the story of the lady in Texas who was a waitress, called her boss and said, Hey, boss, I'm not coming in tonight. I'm going to a party. And the boss said, uh, No, you got to come to work. If you don't come to work, you're fired. She was like, That's fine. Because 
every single restaurant's hiring, and her skill set is in demand. It's a market. Market at work. So your choice is either fire to stand by your principles or right, or just deal with it. Now, I don't like that either. And when you have situations where demand exceeds supply, talking about for human resources, talent, <laughs> those uh, the workers, they have the leverage. That's what's happening right now. No question about it. And speaking of this what I think is just a decline in uh, higher ed, because there does seem to be this more focus on all the social stuff and wokeism crap than teaching, instructing, and ensuring that students acquire the necessary skills to be productive working adults post-college. How about the University of Washington? So they've created a language guide. They say that there's some everyday is the term they used to describe, everyday words used by Americans that are, quote, problematic, unquote. Now here are the words. Grandfather. Housekeeping. Minority. Ninja. Lame. Those are problematic. It says the word lame is considered problematic because it's ableist. You know what that means, of course. Referring to the able body. The word is offensive, even when it's used in slang for uncool because it's using a disability in a negative way to imply that the opposite, which would not be lame to be superior. You got to think about that. That's kind of a mouthful. <laughs> Wrap your head around there. Minority implies a less than attitude toward a certain community. Grandfather is problematic because the term was used as a way to exempt some people from a change because of conditions that existed before that change. Good grief, this country. How do we get so dang obsessed and consumed about words and the offensiveness assigned there, too? Is that really a problem? Is that going to fix the price of gas? Is it going to stock the shelves? Is it going to stop this runaway inflation? Address the rampant crime? Solve the border problem? I mean, go down the list. Does anybody care about the offensive nature of the word grandfather? Who comes up with this? Where do they come up with it? Seriously. It goes back to my theory that you have to justify the, the gender studies degree you spend $100,000 on at the college. Oh, geez. Well, you got hosed. You got shaken down is what you got. And then they are but instead mad. Instead of paying the consequences for making a foolish decision and getting a degree in something that's useless, right? they foist it onto everybody else. Right. Agree. Your fault. Oh, yeah. How about language such as no can do? Spirit animal. That separates groups based on certain colors. It's racist, culturally appropriative. 
I'm no pretty sure the do. only people I've ever heard saying they have a particular spirit animal, unless they were just doing it to be funny or ironic, <laughs> are the same kind of people that buy into all this. So I don't get it. How, how, how about, according to the language guide, this is the University of Washington, using red, white, or yellow to separate different teams is based on racist tropes. I kid you not. <laughs> Heck, when I was growing up, it was shirts and skins. What did that mean? <laughs> I'm sure that's got some terrible connotation. Oh, my gosh. Whew. Larry and Jackson says they can't read their own language? Talking about the, um, the immigrants. I mean, if they can't read their own language, Larry, I guess I'm, I'm going back to then that means they're illiterate. I'm wondering how they can pass the test if they're illiterate. Therefore, they wouldn't be granted citizenship. Now, I don't think it would be fair to say, well, a person who's illiterate can't be productive citizen, right? I mean, my father... I had a fifth grade education, and I remember being in elementary school, literally having to read the paper for him. He, he, he didn't really. He, he had to stop and go to work to support his family and had to drop out of school. Had a bedridden brother, but my father was pretty dang smart. He was the smartest person I knew after having fifth grade. Couldn't. I used to have to write stuff for him. I mean, didn't think anything of it, honestly. Uh, and I'm not unique. I'm not trying to call attention to my personal situation there, because I, I know that's not a unique situation. But my father was productive. I think there are a lot of people that are. Now, if our laws say you got to pass a test and you got to be literate, then I support that. Then that's the law. You don't like that? Change it. That's the way it works, not just, well, I don't like the immigration process, so let's just open the borders up. I mean, that's that's what I oppose. Golly. Yeah, Larry says, the old ways worked. I have a niece with a worthless degree wanting someone to pay her loan. I, yeah, it's, it's not that college educations aren't valuable. It's just that there's, there's not an alignment. You have to weigh the value of the degree with the cost of the degree. Yeah. A business degree, while there are a plethora of them out there, still has more value than a degree in Russian literature. No question. Than a PhD in Russian literature, right? Uh, yeah, totally agree. Rhino, Rhino spot on. It's the, it's the nature of the study, the course content that, that one passes and earns a degree in. But we don't do anything, do we, to match up society's needs with what we teach in school. Seems like there's a disconnect there, in my view, especially when it comes to, to financial aid for college. We'll take a break. Final segment coming up on Midday. Stay with us. Stop. David Cox here, Omar Financial. Do you have a 401k, IRA, retirement, or CD coming due? We can help with market-like returns and zero risk. Call David Cox, 601-594-8977. That's 601-594-8977 now. 
Rogers Dabbs Chevrolet is Mississippi's largest General Motors business elite dealer. We make it easy to maintain your fleet with over 100 work-ready vehicles available for your job site. Diesel, gas, trucks, vans, and service bodies. And we build to your business specifications. It really is easier with Rogers Dabbs Fleet. Call the Rogers Dabbs Business Elite Fleet Team today at 866-671-4226 or visit us online at rogersdabbs.com. Rogers Dabbs Chevrolet. Find new roads. Green Home Solutions is a proud VIP sponsor of The Handyman Show on Super Talk Mississippi. Whether you're a proud DIYer or a seasoned veteran, Buddy Slowick has the answers to your home improvement questions each Saturday from 10 till noon. you mind your own business mind my own business what's that supposed to mean no i was just thinking about all of the news of tax changes insurance changes regulations that are being passed down to business owners i don't have the time to keep growing and to keep up with changing payroll regulations i know it seems like all i do is handle employee related problems you know i hear people lease can help how can they help people lease can handle our payroll taxes employee benefits and workers compensation they even offer an affordable and customizable 401k program and a 24 7 online human resources support center for all my HR needs. Think of all the time we'll save letting People Lease handle our payroll and benefits administration. I'll be busy growing my business and letting People Lease take care of the rest. Sounds like a good business plan with People Lease. Let People Lease mind your business so you can mind your own business. Call now 601-987-3025. That's 601-987-3025. Or visit freepayrollquotes.com for your free quote. You already know that Madison Cellars is Madison's favorite place to buy wine and spirits since 1988. On Highway 51 in the Madison Station Shopping Center, Madison Cellars has a hometown feel with a big city selection. Do you have a question about which wine to serve with a certain dish? Call 601-856-0931 and let their knowledgeable staff help you find the perfect match. Find out more at madisoncellars.net or stop by today. Madison Cellars on Highway 51 in the Madison Station Shopping Center is where your life happens so make it reflect you at Miskelly's find what suits your style and get instant savings up to $300 plus finance your purchase for five years with no down payment pick it up or we'll deliver and in one day or two your house will be your favorite place to come home to fill one room or every room with instant savings and 60 months no money down financing the low monthly payment will also suit your style make it happen at all Miskelly locations this is Jake Mangum, not some actor wearing a red shirt. Whenever I was up to bat at MSU, I would see Farm Bureau Insurance. They supported me then, and they take care of me now. I couldn't ask for more supportive teammates. If you aren't already with Farm Bureau, it's time to join the team. Visit favrates.com for great rates on home and auto insurance, or find a local agent at msfbins.com. Farm Bureau Insurance, go with the home team. Want to infuse new flavor into your favorite recipes? Try Polk's Smoked Sausages or delicious ham steaks. Add Polk's Garlic and Green Onion Sausage in your spaghetti. It adds just the right amount of spicy flavor. Polk's Cajun Sausage is a family pleaser in your famous red beans and rice. Your bayou friends jambalaya is even better when you mix it with Polk's Ham and Sausage. And for Grandma's old-time chili recipe, kick it up with Polk's Original Beef or Pork Sausages. There's no buts about it, folks. Picky people pick Polk's. Arm yourself with everything you need to take on your day. Wake up with Gallo tomorrow on 97.3 FM, Super Talk Mississippi. Come on. Come on. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. All right, 
We are back on Super Talk Mississippi. With you on midday, Super Top Mississippi. Lots of text here on the ceasefire text line. We appreciate that. Paula Meridian says, How about work visas for seasonal workers? You get a tax number, and as long as you don't get on welfare and aren't committing any crimes, it doesn't expire. You can work on your citizenship while you're working and paying taxes. I believe that's possible today, Paul, uh, actually. Uh, and, and I agree with you. So I, I think you and I, Paul, are probably in agreement. I, I'm for people entering this country that can produce. And be productive, and and well behaved. I'm not for people that are a liability. I'm for people that are an asset. I I think that's great, honestly. It's it's how we form the nation. I'm I'll take it even a step further. It would be ideal if when they come here they could produce. I still look at it from the standpoint of I well up with a sense of pride. In this great country, when I see someone standing there with their certificate of naturalization and the little American flag they get after they've given their oath to this country, and just seeing the pride beaming off their face for having accomplished it and become a citizen of this country. I agree. The thought of whether or not they can produce for this country never enters into my mind when I look at that. You're right. But I bet you most of those people that display that sort of of um, gratitude and patriotism probably end up being productive people. More than likely. Yeah. And they're more, honestly, they're more patriotic and have more affection for the country than than many of us who just take it for granted. They don't, typically. Uh, in my, this James in Hasburg, in my opinion, everyone, including the immigrants, should take a test to vote because if you don't understand how the process works, politicians can tell you they can do things that, that are not possible and you will believe them due to your ignorance of the process. I agree with you to some extent, James. I, I don't know that you could necessarily structure a test that would, um, I guess, deal with that issue. Politicians are still going to stay say stuff and make promises and make commitments. That's how they get elected, honestly. I don't like it. I, I don't get me wrong. And, and I've been critical of politicians in both parties that have made commitments that you can't do that. Don't even tell people, especially those running for president, because they're just one uh, of the triad uh, in the lawmaking process. So... Gosh, if you know, and then of course, if you started instituting those sorts of requirements for uh, natural citizens, I'd that'd be Jim Crow, right? You'd hear that from the mountaintop. They'd equate that to counting the jelly beans and stuff. But I, I would agree with this, James. I, I wish people would take a greater interest in the in the political process, and certainly in the process of government and um, the. The mechanisms of government. Let's just split the difference. Democrats really want fast voter registration, like same day, same day. voter registration. Yeah. All right. Cool. You can register to vote same day. You just got to take this test. Okay. There you go. That would be a, a reasonable compromise. It would never happen. Never happen. Of course. Not. <laughs> hey, why not? Of course not. 
I like the system is broke explanation. If you don't like the law, then don't enforce it. Claim the system is broke, excuse me. And that's, I think, most uh, clear-thinking Americans' issue. We have laws, like we talked about with Congressman Guest. The president is in default, essentially, of his obligation as the commander-in-chief to enforce those laws, to adhere to those laws and has no interest in addressing them, won't even say, all we get is it's not who we are. Well, what are we? We're people, who we are is not adherence to the law? I mean, that seems to be taking place across the major Democrat-run cities in this country, where one can commit crime on an unimpeachable basis. Yeah, that's not who we are. We don't, we don't prosecute, convict, convict, we don't incarcerate and punish people for, oh, I don't know, murder. We're headed that way. Seriously. We demonize the victim more so. So it's ridiculous in, in, uh, in my view. But, yeah, so the, the president, I would argue, is in default, in breach of his obligations. It is going to be interesting, Rhino, if the, the Congress changes political persuasions, what we're going to see. I think we literally may see impeachment in the House, on a variety of matters, I think the Hunter Biden-Ukraine connection is likely in China, likely to be top of that list. You're going to see launch of investigations, I think, that are going to reveal stuff that is very damning to this president. That, of course, there's no interest in doing that, appetite for that right now. But that's going to change things. We'll see. It's hard to believe we're out of time, and I apologize that we didn't talk a lot about state legislative matters today, uh, but uh, we will certainly talk about that when I come back, which will be Thursday. Mandy's going to be filling in tomorrow. I am honored to um, be with the Rankin County, the Brandon uh, Kiwanis, I should say, tomorrow. Looking forward to seeing them at lunch and, and talking a bit there. Until then, I'll be back Thursday. Stay safe, and God bless everyone. Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.